High School Football is on the air on KHAS Radio. This is the Coach's Pregame Show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now let's go to the field for tonight's game. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to High School Football tonight on 1230 KHS. We're at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings High getting set to take on the Seward Blue Jays here tonight. Spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Charlie Shoemaker. And, Coach, last week, anything but uh, normal for you? Kind of interesting week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this was the first time ever that we've come back from Alliance, and it was light out at 6 o'clock in the evening. So, uh, you know, we got about to Sydney almost and, and had to turn around. They had a little COVID issue. Three and a half hours into a five-hour bus ride, all of a sudden, uh, no game. What was the, the feeling on the bus? Uh, it was frustration, you know. I think, uh, you know, I, I think about somebody like Zade, and and this is now his third game that he misses because of all this, and, and so it's just kind of unfortunate. But uh, I mean, these guys want to play their games, and and uh, to kind of lose that opportunity, hopefully that makes them a little more hungry for tonight. When things are going well. You want to play games, and certainly uh, stepping back now for uh, two weeks has got to be a concern. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think uh, we saw it on Tuesday. We, we struggled with just a few little things, but, uh, you know, yesterday was better, and, uh, and, and today hopefully will be better too. So, I mean, you just want to keep that rhythm going, and, and uh, you know, we're not really banged up or anything, so we didn't really need to rest anybody. Uh, you just want to kind of keep firing on, on all cylinders, and hopefully we'll be ready to go back at it again tonight. Coach, when you haven't played for two weeks, uh, what's the biggest concern as a coach uh, getting back? I would say just the timing and, you know, and the, the speed of things, all that stuff. Uh, you know, you got to get kind of re-ready for the physicality, all those little things that, um, you know, when you get in a routine when you're in football, it's probably one of the more routine sports there is. Uh, you know, you're preparing all week and then you play and then you rest and then you prepare all week and play and rest. You know, basketball, it's like, oh, you just kind of bounce and you go to the next game on Tuesday and Thursday and, and Saturday. So uh, there's just a lot of things that go into the week and, and then you kind of look forward to that end when you get to play. And so we kind of missed that last week. Have you done anything different this week in preparation for this game? No, you know, we just kind of got back to business as normal and uh, um, everybody was well rested. Obviously, we didn't uh, play on Friday, so uh, we just kind of hit the hit the ground running again on Monday. It's not like you had any extra days to prepare because uh, you would have had the game on Friday. You were back at work on Monday, so you didn't have any extra days to prepare for this thing. Yeah, so it wasn't like you could throw an extra practice in there or whatever, but uh, had our normal JV schedule on Monday. So, I mean, we, we kind of just kept things the way they normally were. This is a team that has outscored uh, your opponents now 160 to 28. Obviously, uh, things are clicking in all three phases of the game. Yeah, I mean, we hope that continues. Obviously, um, you know, we feel like we've got some good things going on in all phases, not just uh, offense, defense, but special teams. So we want to keep that going as well. We, we know the offense can score. We, we've seen it all uh, year long. But the defense has now got to 10 sacks. I think they got to six turnovers on that side of the ball. Things are going well. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really playing uh, at a high level right now. And uh, we expect that to continue. And it all starts up front with our front six on the defensive side, but then you know in the back end, those guys are doing a good job of covering, and we'll have our hands cut out, uh, our hands full tonight. Uh, Seward's you know kind of a run pass mix, so they're gonna they're gonna throw the ball, and they've got a nice tight end and a couple good receivers, so we're gonna have to be ready. Okay, we'll come back and talk about Seward as our pregame show continues after this. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much, then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings. 
and Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine, they're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with Hastings High head coach Charlie Shoemaker. It's Hastings High and Seward here tonight. Coach, the start of district play, this is always a, kind of a different animal, isn't it? Yeah, we just talked about that. Uh, we talked about that going into last week's game, but again, on Monday and Tuesday, it's, uh, I mean, I told the seniors, I said, it's just, it's whittling away real fast, and you guys need to understand uh, the, the next level that you've got to get at with district play. Uh, really, you got three games here to win your district championship, and then you move on to the next phase, which is is the playoffs. So, I mean, I think the kids understand the urgency. It's always different, and, and everybody needs to elevate their play. All right, quick scouting report on the Seward. I tell you, I mean, they've, they've got some kids, and, and uh, the quarterback's a nice player. Actually, he finished the game uh, against us last year because their quarterback got hurt. Uh, he's a good athlete. He can move around in the pocket. He can throw the ball, and their tight end's a really good athlete. Uh, a couple of good receivers and running backs, and then they've got some size in the line. So, uh, you know, they've got enough kids that, that they can do some really good things. And, you know, they, they've hurt themselves a little bit, uh, turning the ball over, penalties, things like that in the games that they've lost. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to be ready to go. Yeah, the Sukup kid, the, the quarterback's already thrown for 875 yards, so he, he's a very capable player. Yeah, and they, they, uh, they get the ball to the guys that they know that can do some things. I mean, their tight end's a, a really good player, and they like to look for him and, um, and they run the ball effectively, so so they give they have that nice mix of run pass that you you can't just sell out on one because you've got to be ready for both. They don't have gaudy numbers uh, rushing the football. Is this a team that wants to maybe throw it first? Uh, I would say you know they're they're probably fifty fifty. You know um, they're effective running the ball. Um, I, they're probably not as uh, dominant up front as they have been in the past years, but they're they're certainly good and capable. Um, so, you know, they're going to have that nice mix and run some play, play action off of it and, and try to get you sleeping in the backfield. You mentioned the, the offensive line. There's a couple of big old brutes up there, a 315-pounder. Three, there's a 280-pounder in there. Those are some big boys up there. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, size is size, you know. I mean, we know that with the two guys that we have on the defensive side, and, and that's just tough to move, and, uh, and they can move people when they, when they get their hands on you. So, you know, th- those guys up front are going to have to be ready. What will they do on defense tonight? You know, defensively, they—they it's going to be a similar defense to what we've seen in the past, you know, with with what we run anyways. It'll be that 3-4 look. Uh, in the past, they've always really tried to be physical with our slots and our tight ends with their outside backers, and they'll bring some pressure because I think that's – everybody knows they, can, they need to do that against Jared if they want to have a chance. We can't – I mean, people can't let him sit back there and, and have all day to throw. So we expect a lot of pressure and, and some man coverage in the back end. High school teams are not doing a whole lot to, uh, differently between their defenses right now, are they? No, especially with the things that we do. We kind of know each week uh, what people are going to kind of be in a base. It, it's kind of just a matter of where they're going to put some of these safeties. Are they going to try to take a certain guy away? Uh, that's kind of what we look for when, when we go into the games and as we get going through the games. What can we get done tonight? Well, I mean, I, I think uh, our, our big goal is to really be effective running the football. Uh, we think we can spread them out and, and get some inside run game going. Um, 
I think speed's going to be obviously uh, an area where we're going to have an advantage, and so we're going to need to use that and get those guys in space and, and just be real efficient throwing the ball and take our shots when we get a chance. Okay, good. Thanks. Charlie Shoemaker, head coach for Hastings High, stick around starting line. I'm sending the play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Seward tonight on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the KHAS Radio Coaches Pre-Game Show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Stay tuned. Play-by-play is up next on Hastings Local High School Sports Station, KHAS Hastings and also streaming online at flatriverpreps.com. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher, and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings and Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine, they're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert. And I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. High School Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to high school football tonight here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings High at home as they get ready to take on the Blue Jays of Seward. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you tonight. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside from the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings coming in, ranked number one in the state in most of the metro newspapers in Class B. The Tigers are sitting at 4-0 and in the season Hastings High has really cruised through their first part of their schedule, outscoring their opponents 160-28. to Hastings High is averaging 263 yards per game passing. They're averaging about 96 yards per ball game rushing. But their offense is kind of overshadowing uh, the defense who's playing uh, a tremendous uh, season so far. Hastings High has given up only 28 points on defense in four games. And the Tiger defense has recorded 10 sacks, two interceptions, and four fumbles so far this season. They're going to see a team tonight in Seward. Uh, comes uh, the town with a mark of two wins and two losses on the season. The Blue Jays have given up 68 points in their last two losses, losing to McCook last week, 41-17. to They've also lost to Crete, 27-21 to in the last two weeks. McCook, or rather, Seward, Having a tough time uh, running the football. They're averaging only about 57 yards per ball game. They're throwing it uh, pretty well, right around 175. So we're going to see a Seward matched up with the Hastings High Tigers here tonight. Jimmy, the Tigers had an unexpected uh, week off uh, last week. They started off uh, making a, a road trip to Alliance, got out to about Sydney when a call came in that 
uh, some COVID issues have popped up around the Alliance football team, so they call off the ball game. Tigers turned around the bus and came home. Charlie said it was the first time uh, ever that they came home from Alliance actually with uh, some sunlight, but it was not what uh, they wanted last week. I tell you what, uh, it's amazing they waited that long to call. Do you find that surprising as uh, Hastings tried to make their track out there? I can tell you what, for the kids, uh, I'm sure there was a lot of hunting equipment and a lot of stuff bought at Cabela's. We know that uh, Charlie said the week before they usually stop at Cabela's, give them a little opportunity to stretch their legs, get out and move around things and uh, and go through uh, Cabela's there and uh, a lot of hunters with the, uh, the Tiger football program. But, yeah, unfortunate. I mean, the Tigers have really had – a nice string of, of games going along again, uh, as we mentioned, 4-0 and on the season. Probably would have been 5-0. and They would have been a heavy favorite going into that game last week against Alliance. And you mentioned the numbers. They probably would have been even bigger this week had they played that game against Alliance. But, uh, you know, all for naught, they got to turn the bus around. Ain't I've had a couple people ask me, what does that do to the kids, their mentality? I don't really don't think it does much. I mean, they're, they're just high school kids, and the coaching staff will get them dialed in now. And uh, they've been able to work all uh, week long on the sewer game plan. And uh, it's district action now. These are the games that count. The games before are not so much practice games, but they're getting you build up for the, the district play. And that's definitely what the Tigers have in their goal is the district champions and to move on into the state playoffs. But definitely playing very good on the offensive side of things. Uh, Jarrett Sinek is uh, playing very well. And I'll get to some more comments here in just uh, momentarily. But the playing of the national anthem. I was alluding to Jarrett Sinek, uh, no secret here. He's had a tremendous season, really doing a nice job spreading the ball around. He's got a host of receivers out there. They're all deep threats. They're all scary when they get out. They've got a little different uh, packages, if you want to say, to, so to speak. You've got uh, Austin Noward, who's more of a downfield deep threat. Braden Cavillage, he has shown that he can uh, definitely stretch the field. And then Carson Shoemaker, all they got to do is flip him the ball and let him do it with these legs. He is tremendously quick. He's had a tremendous year. And then uh, Briar Menke kicking the ball perfect on extra points. Uh, and then uh, Cavillage uh, punting the ball as well. Special teams has played very well for Charlie and this uh, football team. So, again, uh, nobody hungrier, though, to get on the football field and play a game than Zade Widener. He was uh, down for a few weeks with the uh, with the pandemic being uh, quarantined at home, hoping to play last week. But in his absence, Trevor Sullivan has done a very nice job running the football. But Zade back now going to get his first action in uh, several weeks. But again, the Tigers rank number one in a lot of the papers and the polls. They'll get a test tonight. This Seward team uh, is very physical. They are each and every year. They're two and two on the season. You match up some of the teams Hastings has played. Uh, that would be the the one in in 
specifically is a McCook, and uh, they uh, were taken down by McCook uh, last week. So, uh, but, but definitely Seward always puts a, a good game plan out for against the Tigers, and it's always a physical match. But, uh, you know, the Tigers uh, just need to take care of business and uh, keep moving on and uh, get to that ultimate goal here. But expect a, a good game here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Kind of a warm night here in late September. Yeah, and temperature at uh, game time, what do we say? It's going to be up in the 80s, 84 degrees at game time. Winds out of the north at about uh, 7 miles per hour. So anything but a uh, fall afternoon and a fall evening here tonight. More like summer as we get ready for another game here in the high school football season. Other games going on in the city tonight. In fact, all three uh, local teams are at home tonight. He's seeing Saints and say just about a... A nine-iron shot from here. Uh, he's seeing St. Cecilia has got a home game. They're taking on the Sutton Mustangs tonight in a ball game, getting ready to go at 7 o'clock. That game over on ESPN 1550 KICS tonight. Also going to be looking in on uh, the Patriot field for Adams Central after their big win last week over Kozad. They've got a home game tonight against a winless team in Wood River Shelton. So all those games kicking off at 7 o'clock tonight. We'll get you the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is a better bank. Jared Senek will be at quarterback for Hastings, 6'2", 185, and a senior. Carson Shoemaker at running back, 5'7", 185, and a senior. The fullback, Zane Widener, 5'10", 155-pound senior. One of the wide receivers, Will be Braden Cavillage, six foot, 160 pound senior. Gareth Jones, a five foot ten, 175 pound senior on the other side, and then Austin Nowards, five ten, 155 pound senior is the tight end. Your offensive line, these guys have done a great job all year long. Blake Davis at left tackle, six foot, 225 pound senior. Lucas Coletic, six foot five, 285, and a senior. Justin Musgrave, six foot, 200 pound senior. Landon Jacobitz, a six foot two hundred pound senior, and Seth Asperbach, a six foot one, two hundred and thirty five pound junior, anchoring the offensive line for Hastings High. Tigers on defense. Your down lineman will be Coletic, Max Johnson, and Seth Appersbach. Your linebackers will be Landon Jacobitz, Isaiah Henry, Zade Widener, and Blake Davis. In the defensive secondary for Hastings. You've got uh, Jones and Cavillage, Dreer, and Austin Nowards. We'll take a break, come back, and check the starting lines for Seward as we continue with high school football tonight on 1230 KHS. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. I will right, we'll get you the starting lines for uh, Seward here tonight. Gavin Sukup is going to be their quarterback, six foot, 180 pound junior. He has thrown for 874 yards so far this year, hitting about 58% of his passes. He's 71 out of 122. He has rushed for only 90 yards, though, on 28 attempts. So, Gavin Sukup, your quarterback. Their running back is going to be Hunter Novacek. 
Novacek, 185-pound senior, he has rushed for 92 yards on 38 carries. Trevor Root is going to be the other guy back there, six foot, 205-pound junior. The Z wide receiver is going to be Bryce Pekorski, a six foot one, 175-pound junior. He's got 20 receptions on the year. On the other side, the X wide receiver will be Boone Duncan. Duncan, six foot one, 170-pound senior. Up front, they've got some uh, big old boys, especially on the right side of the line. The right guard is Jackson Warren. He is six foot three, 315 pounds, and a senior. Right beside him at the right tackle is going to be Taden Vandenberg. He is 240 pounds, six foot, and a senior. The center, he's uh, one of the small guys, Zach Gartens, five foot 11, 230 pound junior. The left guard is going to be Trey Dickey. Six foot, two hundred and five pound senior, and Nathan Miller will be your left tackle. Six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds, and a senior. A lot of the uh, preseason publications have got uh, Dickey and uh, perhaps uh, Warren as potential uh, all-state candidates in the Class B. So watch for those guys on the offensive line tonight for Seward. On defense for the Blue Jays, the down lineman. They're going to go with a uh, three-man front with. Uh, four linebackers and five defensive backs, or four defensive backs. Vandenberg, Warren, and Dickey will be up front. Your backers are going to be Pence and Ruth, also Franklin, and Nabachak in there. And your defensive uh, secondary will be Duncan, Piskorski, also Kalen Knott, and Gavin Sukup in the defensive secondary for Seward. So the Blue Jays sitting at 2-2 two and two in the season. Hastings High sitting at 4-0. and oh. And your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Not a cloud in the sky. I'm happy that the lights have been restored on the opposite side. Last time we were here for the McCook game, it was time to turn the lights on. And one bank of lights on the opposite side of the field did not come on. Uh, they look good tonight. The, those lights are shining brightly here as we get ready for a kickoff between Hastings and Seward. Well, the college must have paid the remainder of their utility bill to get that other bank of, of lights on. But, yeah, going to be a, a nice night here, very warm. We talk about warm. Warm will be tomorrow. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later on for the uh, Hastings College Doan University football game. That's going to be a warm, warm day here at Lloyd Wilson Field. But uh, going to be a nice night here. And I tell you what, winning brings a lot of people out. As I pulled into here, Tremendous crowd on hand on this side of the uh, the stands. No more social distancing. The tape has been ripped up. Health department says it's okay. Get close. It hasn't it hasn't bothered the student body in all the games that we have done. They have been uh, very close to each other all year long. But uh, yeah, it's uh it's get together and uh, and bring out the crowd. Support the Tigers. I tell you what, they've had a a whale of a season so far. Hopefully, they continue on with their season the way they have. Uh, way they've started things out. They've started out uh, like a, a house of fire here with uh, Jarrett Sinek. He's already thrown for over 1,000 yards and 16 touchdowns, only one interception, and we've seen that interception, a very lackadaisical throw, and he wanted that one back, you could tell. So we'll see uh, see action here in, uh, momentarily here. Tigers will kick off to Seward. Uh, Hastings is supposed to be practicing the social distancing, but uh... – they're not. They're not. The, the, the no. six feet looks like it's more like three feet. Here's the uh, kickoff. It's going to bounce at the 10-yard line, picked up there at the eight, back to the center of the field across the 10, out to about the 12-yard line. 
And that's where uh, Seward will start. We'll get you the field conditions brought to you by New View Real Estate of Hastings. If you're buying or selling a home, let Ann, Dana, Connie, or Dee help you with your current home conditions. Let our family help your family at New View Real Estate in Hastings. Picture perfect. We're on the turf here tonight at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. So, obviously, the conditions very good here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field. So, it's going to be first down, 10 yards to go. Seward is going to start from their own 13-yard line, moving from our right to our left. There's a running play to Nabonchak, and Nabonchak is going to be stood up just as he got to the line of scrimmage. Like we said, they have had a tough time running the football. Seward is only averaging 57 yards per game, rushing the ball, but they got a couple of big brutes back there, 195-pound Nabonchak, and also uh, the 205-pound fullback in Trevor Ruth. But for some reason... They're not getting the job done on the ground. First uh, play was one yard. Now the quarterback, Sukup, is going to carry the ball across the 15, across the 20, out near the 25-yard line before he's run out of bounds on the far side. Going to be very close to a first down. In fact, that's going to be a first down. The first Crozier Park Pharmacy first down of the night on the second running play for Seward. They have brought the ball out to the 23-yard line. Gain of 11 off right side. Quarterback uh, just got the snap, and uh, Sukup, Took it off right side, was able to beat the end out around the corner and get a nice gainer there for the Blue Jays. Gets it all the way out to the 24-yard line, just underway here at Lloyd Wilson Field. First to 10 here, Jays. First drive of the night for either team. Two wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. They toss the ball out here. It's going to be caught there by Piskorski. Slips one man across the 25 out to the 29-yard line. So that's a pickup of five yards and a play. Blake Davidson on the stop there for Hastings High. You can already tell what Seward wants to do. They're going to try to shorten the ball game up, Jimmy. They're going to stand at the line of scrimmage. They're not going to snap the ball until they have to. They're going to try to shorten the game, keep that high-powered Hastings High offense on the sideline. Well, you're exactly right. Your best defense is a good ball-controlled offense to keep the first downs going. Just take your time, deliberate, but you got to pick up them first downs or you're in trouble. And that's what uh, Seward's wanting to do here. Second down and five for the Jays. Sukup throws the ball a little slant on the right side. It's going to be caught out here at the 35-yard line to about the 36. That's going to be enough for another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he goes right back to Bryce Piskorski on the opposite side of the field. So a first down there. Seward has opened things up here in the first quarter. Some nice pass plays, and they have moved the ball out to the 36-yard line. First down and 10 for the Jays. Second first down, two two passing plays, two rushing plays, 12 yards each play. They've got the football up now to their own 36-yard line. Uh, Again, just underway here, 10-15 mark in the first quarter. Sukup has got three wide receivers out to the left side. They keep the ball on the ground, fighting through there across the 40. Out to the 44-yard line. That's going to be Hunter Nabonchak finding some uh, room. So, what we told you in the pregame about them having a tough time running the ball, we're not seeing that here in the first drive. Well, no, but you look at that offensive line. They've got some big brutes up front, and it's been kind of funny that they haven't been able to run the football very well this season. Again, they got some big guys up front anchoring that offensive line, but so far they've done a good job. Against this uh, Tiger defense, again, Blake Davis kind of leads the charge there for the Tiger D, but a eight-yard gain by Novacek. Here's a Sukup. He wants to throw. He's under pressure. He coughs up the football. A big stack up here at the 39-yard line. The Tigers say they have the ball. The officials will unstack the humanity. The Tigers have the football. The officials agree. Hastings forces a turnover on the opening possession. That was Jacobus coming around the backside, and the quarterback 
Sukup never seen him coming. He was able to get around the corner. He beat the blocker and got in there and wrapped up both arms. The ball falls to the turf, and then a host of, of Tigers in there with the orange jerseys on come up with the first turnover of the night. So a big one for Seward. Now you bring this uh, Jarrett Sinek-led offense with a lot of deep threats onto the field. And they got great field position at their own 39-yard line. Uh, keep the ball on the ground on the first play around the right end. Across the 35, crashing forward to the 32-yard line. That's Zade Widener. So Widener gets the uh, carry there for Hastings Eye. His first action in a couple of weeks. He had to sit out a, a couple of weeks for the Tigers. And then uh, the debacle last week and the trip out to Alliance did not get to play. So he's actually been on the shelf for about three weeks. Nice gain on the first play, though. Seven yards. As he moves the ball down to the 32-yard line, second down, three yards to go. Hastings working north to south, left to right here in the first quarter of play. Man comes in motion. That's Shoemaker. Grabbing the ball is going to be the quarterback, Sinek, as he hands it away now. That's going to be Widener with the ball as he angles left side. He brings it across the 30, down to the 27-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. So a couple of running plays and a first down here for the Tigers. Well, and one thing about the addition to Widener not playing for a few weeks, he is very, very healthy and hungry to play. Two carries, 12 yards for Zade. That one there goes off left tackle, and he picks up an additional five yards. Now you start drawing that defense in. Look out here. You throw the ball to Shoemaker. Shoemaker in open space here, 25-20. Is it across the 20, down to about the 19-yard line. You're going to see his knee went down, though, at the 21. So it's still going to be a pickup of about six yards in a play, second down and four yards to go. He's tossing out here and let yeah. little shoe trying to make uh, something out there. Well, I talked about it in the pregame show. You've got Nauert, Cavledge that are really your deep threats. They like to run them deep patterns. And then you don't throw the ball a long ways to Carson Shoemaker. You just kind of get it to the, you know, he'll be a slot now on the left side, but you just get it out to him and let his feet do the work, and he picks up some good blocking, and he is dangerous with his speed. They're going to go to him again. And he throws it out there. That one was uh, thrown a little bit too high. little shoe, not a big guy anyway, as he... Leaves of his feet to try to pull her down and go sailing through his fingertips. Incomplete pass. Third down. Third down, three yards to go. Now for Hastings High. The ball is sitting at the 20-yard line. Tigers trying to take advantage from an early fumble from the Seward offense. So third down and three. The ball is at the 20-yard line of Seward. Hastings will flood the left side of the formation with three wide receivers. You've got Cavillage coming to the right side of the formation. Here's a Sinek with the ball. Sinek is going to run it himself. Sinek across the 20. Sinek runs into several Blue Jays there at the 16-yard line. He is brought down. Should have enough for his first down. They do. They move the chains. First and 10, Hastings. Five-yard gain by Sinek off left side. Nobody opened downfield. And, again, that's what is so good about Jared Sinek. He's not going to make a lot of mistakes. He's only really made one this season, throwing one interception. He's a smart kid on and off the field, but that one there, he just decides to tuck it up, take it off left side, picks up almost six. First and ten here in the red zone for the Tigers. Senek trying to hand the ball away. Here's Widener, penalty flag down. Here's Widener is going to be brought down there at about the 12-yard line. But, again, we'll check out the penalty flag. Going to be a hold on Hastings, so all for not on the Zade Widener run. Tackle is made by Nathan Miller. Miller, a six foot three, two hundred and thirty pound senior defensive end for the Jays. Penalty call is going to go on Hastings High, so that's going to bring back a nice run there. That's going to bring the ball all the way back to. Let's see, they're going to bring the ball down to the thirty yard line. So it's going to be first down and now twenty yards to go. 
little bit more than 20. They're going to call it first and 23. First and 23 from the 30-yard line of Seward. Just underway. No score between the Jays and the Tigers here tonight. Hastings looking for their fifth win of the 2020 season here tonight. Two wide receivers each way. Play action pass. Sinek cranks it up downfield in the end zone. Incomplete. Trying to get the ball to Cavillage. The back there defending is a Boone Duncan, the uh, quarterback. He's going to be a busy character. He tries to cover the Hastings wideouts here tonight. That pass was overthrown in the end zone. Second down, 23 yards to go. Ball sitting right at the 30-yard line. And St. Cecilia playing Sutton tonight over at Duncan Field. Adams Central with a home game against uh, Wood River Shelton. Both of those games underway at their respective sites here tonight. Another busy night of high school football across the state. Second down, 23 yards to go. There's a little comeback. They get it to Shoemaker. Slips a tackler. Shoe at the 25. Shoe to the 24. And down he goes. Tackle is made in there by Hunter Nabachek for the uh, Seward Blue Jays. Now Hastings Eye playing behind the sticks here because of that penalty. Third down for Hastings Eye. Third down. The ball is at the 24. They got to go down to about the 8-yard line for a first down. Barring a big gain here, you're probably in kind of no man's land for Minky. You probably look at uh, Hastings going for a couple of shots here. But if you're Seward, you got to be aware where these uh, deep threats are because Sinek's going to look for him right here. Sinek throws it right side. The ball is going to be caught right to the fingertips, and it's going to be intercepted. Back to the 20, 25, 30, and throwing out of bounds here on the near sideline. Penalty yeah. flags are down. Yeah, that's going to draw a, uh, the attention of the coaching staff, and they grab uh, Dreer right away as he comes off the field. He slammed the the uh, return man down as uh, went right through the hands of Dreer. He's frustrated on that when it got picked off, and then now they come downfield. They get hit with a 15-yarder. Big, big mistake. Just the second interception of the year for Asenga. Actually went through the fingertips of uh, his intended receiver. I think that was Dreer over yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, Boone Duncan came up with a ball. For the uh, Seward Blue Jays. He came up with a ball, and now they're going to attack on 15 yards. Dreer roughs up uh, Boone Duncan as he throws him out of the bounds. So now it's going to be uh, it's going to be Seward starting this drive right at the 50-yard line. Ball is on the near side hash, so that fumble did not cost the Blue Jays. Now they get the ball back, so each team with a turnover here in the first quarter of play. There's a suk up with a ball. Sukup, quarterback keeper, around the right end, brings it across the 50, down to about the 47 of Hastings High. A pickup of three yards and a play second down and seven yards to go. Six minutes to go here in the first quarter. No score between the Jays and the Tigers. We go back to that interception by Sinek, really not his fault. The first one he had this season was just an errant pass. That was his fault. But that one there, it goes through, uh, right through Bo Dreer's hands and uh, right into the defender. And then, uh, like we said, uh, just some frustration setting with Dreer and uh, kind of horse collars and throws the uh, defender down. Costs the Tigers here, but a three-yard gain there by the quarterback in Sukup. It'll be second down. Sukup is going to hand the ball away here in the backfield, but that's not going to gain much from the 47 to the 45-yard line. A pickup of two yards on the play. Greer is in on the stop there for the Hastings High Tiger defense. So third down and five yards to go. The ball is at the 45-yard line. Clock is running with 5.17 remaining in a quick-moving first quarter with ball on the ground a lot of the time. Seward standing at the line of scrimmage right now. They get their play signal in from the far side. Now they're ready to go. Still 15 seconds on the play clock. 
Sukup has got a running back to each side of him in the backfield. Sukup wants to throw, backs up, steps up, throws the ball downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Penalty flags are down. In fact, two penalty flags are down. I think Dreher, again, is the guilty party trying to get the ball to their big old tight end, Nathan Pence, who's got 29 receptions already this season. They were looking for number 30 right there, and I think Dreher is going to be hit with his second personal foul here, or at least a second foul in the first quarter. Yeah, Dreher was right there on uh, on defense, just reached a hand up, got a hold of the uh, top side of the shoulder pads. Both officials right there, they throw that down. That ball was just uh, slightly overthrown, so really didn't need to, to worry about it a whole lot. And uh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Backpack. We got, uh, yeah, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> the coach is well. Uh, the coach is set right to the left of us, and he must not be aware that we're sitting over here, or he doesn't want you to watch a whole lot. As you got to get up on your feet here. Yeah, he's got the backpack stuck on the corner. Here's a uh, handoff. That's going to go straight ahead. That's a Bisbee. Bisbee angles off on the right side, and he's going to be stopped after a, a couple of yard gain. What do you think my chances are? What do you think my chances are? Knock and get that down. He's, he's yeah, looking he, down on the, yeah, he's. You know, this backpack <laughs> right here. There we go. Yeah, he doesn't look pleased. No, he don't like pleased. Hey, this is high school football. This, this is, you. it's all right, bud. You can, you can take it down for us. Gain of five off right side. Going to bring up second down. We'll actually call it six ball at the 26 for the Jays. There's a handoff again. That's going to be stopped short. I mean, uh, first down, that's going to be the other guy, Trevor Ruth, carrying the ball there. Ruth down at a couple of yards as he. Moves it to the 24-yard line. That's going to bring up a third-down situation now for Seward. Tomorrow we'll have a friendly faces over here in this booth. Uh, Dave Camara, <laughs> former Hastings College assistant coach, is the offensive coordinator for the Doan University Tigers. He'll sit over here, and I bet I can get the uh, backpack set down. We'll pick on him the whole night. We might exchange notes. We might just tape him up on our glass. Third down, four yards to go from the 24-yard line. Seward trying to take advantage there. Here's Sukup, sprints out right side. He's going to run it to the 20. Going to be close to a first down, but a penalty flag is down. That's going to be a holding call on Seward. When we talked with Charlie, he said when you take a look at Seward, they they shoot themselves in the foot a lot. They have a lot of turnovers and a lot of penalties at inopportune times. We've seen one turnover already here in the first quarter. Now we're seeing uh, Seward hit with a uh, holding call just as uh, they were moving the ball to the Tiger red zone. So that's going to cost them 10 yards from the spot of the foul. Going to bring the ball back to the 40-yard line. You just can't do that when you're a team that's just struggling a little bit, Jimmy. No, you can't. And uh, they had a good drive going, deepest penetration by far, downfield into Tiger territory. And that's just a big one. They pushed it all the way back to the 40-yard line. Man comes in motion. Now we got another penalty. This is going to go... I think on the, I think it was saw a preliminary indication offsides on Hastings High. So kind of a penalty filled first quarter here. Four penalties on Hastings, just one for Seward. And yeah, they'll uh, they'll give Seward some some easy yards here. They'll bring the football all the way down to about the 35 yard line. 314 and counting here in the first quarter. No score and kind of a lackluster start here between these two teams. All right, Seward now looking at third down and 15 yards to go. The ball is at the Hastings High, 35-yard line. Two wide receivers to the left, two wide receivers to the right. Sukup wants to throw. Here comes pressure. They set up a screen on the overthrow. It kind of set up a screen there to Devacek. That was overthrown by Sukup. Now it's fourth down. 
And uh, we'll see what Seward likes to do here. They're going to be gonna... in an area where they're going to have to kick a 52-yard field goal if they want to try it, or they're going to go for it here on fourth down and 15 yards to go. Looks like their offense is going to stay on the field. Two wide receivers to the right side, one wide receiver to the left, running back in the backfield. That's Novacek. Just to the right of the quarterback, Sukup. Calling the signals, looking to the far sideline. Play clock is down to eight seconds. Checks his wristband. Now Sukup has got the ball. He backs up. Here comes the pressure. Penalty flags down. Sukup rolls to his right. He throws the ball. It's going to be overthrown down inside the five-yard line, trying to get the ball to Piskorski again. And there is another holding call. That's going to go on Seward. So a holding call on Seward. Now big old Max Johnson is down. For Hastings Eye, he is down holding his arm, I think, down there at the 40-yard line. So now we got an injury timeout. That was a fourth down, so obviously Hastings is going to decline the penalty here, and the Tigers will get the ball when we come back. We've got an injury timeout. It is brought to you by our folks at Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good. With every little timeout, we'll take a break. 2.50 to play here in the first quarter. He stings nothing, Seward nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field as they tend to Max Johnson down here at the 39-yard line now. I think I, I said they were looking at his arm. That's not going to be the case. Looks like uh, his left leg they're looking at right now, down around the uh, knee area. So that is not good. Max Johnson, one of our anchors up there in the defensive line at six foot four, 285 pounds and a junior. He's got 10 tackles and a couple of sacks with two fumble recoveries coming into the football game here tonight. So we're down to two minutes and 50 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, each team has had a turnover. And now Seward is going to turn the ball over on downs to Hastings High. The Tigers will have the ball as uh, Max Johnson is going to get up and he's going to walk off under his own power here. So Max Johnson, the injured player there for Hastings High. Now we'll see what the Tiger offense can do. Sending through an interception the last time he had it. So no score between Seward and Hastings High here tonight. Again, Hastings Saints and Sonia is playing over at Duncan Field this evening against the Sutton Mustangs. Adam Central is playing out the Patriot Field tonight against the team from Wood River Shelton. That's a new co-op between Wood River and uh, Shelton. So Hastings High will have the ball first down and 10 for their own 35-yard line. 2.50 to play here. In quarter number one, they're going to keep the ball on the ground. That's going to be Widener with it. It's Widener rather carrying the ball there, I think, is going to be... Trevor Sullivan on the period. Yeah, Sully's in there now. Trevor Sullivan in the ball game. As Jimmy mentioned in the pregame, Sully has uh, stepped up the past couple of weeks. 33 rushes, 137 yards, and a couple of touchdowns 
for Hastings High. He picks up two yards there. Second down, eight yards to go. Ball is at the 37 here. They swing it out here, and that's way overthrown. Trying to get it out here to a shoemaker in open space. Senek misfires on that baby way over his head. It's now third down and eight yards to go. I think Senek thought he had uh, Cavillage out there, a much bigger target. Much that little, t- little shoe, he, he, he's not very big. 5'7". Five, 5'7", seven. Five, seven. I think that's with his cleats standing on concrete. Shoe's got the only two catches here tonight. Sinek not off to his best start. He's uh, two of six passing, just 14 yards, a pair of seven-yard passes to Shoemaker. So it'll bring up a third down, and we'll call it eight from the 37. Shoemaker comes in motion to the near side. Sinek is going to go the other way. Rolls, and he throws it. It's going to be intercepted. Oh, my. It's going to be picked off the second interception of the night for Jared Sinek. That was uh, picked off there by a Seward on the far sideline. I think uh, Gavin Sukup is the guy who picked him off, Jimmy. And Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was not a, a good start here for a Senek. He just rolled to his left, and I don't know if he, he didn't see Sukup or right, but that was well, going he, right to him. He had to have. The uh, receiver, I believe, was Cavillage out there, and he was about four yards past Sukup. But, yeah, he threw it right to him. I, I don't know how he couldn't have seen him, so... Yeah, a, a rough start here for the Tiger offense, which is usually high octane. No score here at Lloyd Wilson Field. 2.15 left to go, and Seward's got it in Tiger territory. And look out. Yeah, look out. Big hole there across the 25, down to the 23-yard line. Nothing fancy there. They just go uh, right to work on the left side of the line, carrying the football there was uh, Mason Bisbee. Bisbee had nine carries for 12 yards. Coming into the football game here tonight, he he picks up that and more on that little running play right there. Third first down of the night for Seward, and that was a 24-yard gain, biggest one of the night, all the way down to the 24 Hastings. He's going to get another call here, fighting for some uh, running room. He brings it across the 25, down to the 23-yard line. Bisbee, again, the uh, ball carrier there. Tackle is made by uh, Blake Davis for uh, Hastings High, the inside linebacker for the Tigers. Now it's going to bring up second down and eight yards to go. A minute 33 to play here in the first quarter. No score between Seward and Hastings High. Blue Jays up to the line of scrimmage here. They send two wide receivers out to the right side. Mason Bisbee will be in the backfield just to the right of the quarterback, Sukup. Sukup rolls to his right. He's going to keep it. 20. He's at the 15. He's at the 12-yard line where he has a run down. Right there at the 12-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down. I do believe another first down at Crozier Park Pharmacy. First down for Seward. They are moving the ball, having some success against the Tiger defense here tonight. 71 yards on 11 carries, and that one there by Sukup was 12 yards off right side. So really a sluggish start here for the Tiger offense and defense. No life out of that offense so far, and Seward putting a a good drive together here inside a minute. They got a first and 10 at the 11-yard line. Sukup hands the ball away. That's uh, Bisbee again. He angles off on the left side. And he is brought down after a uh, short gain. Coming up to make the stop for uh, Hastings High is uh, Jet Samuelson, the nickelback over here. Samuelson, the 5'10", 155-pound junior, makes his 26th stop of the season. That was a pickup of two yards in the play. Seward doing exactly what they want to do here. And that's uh, shortened the game. We're already down to 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. Seward up to the line of scrimmage here, which is the nine-yard line. 
Ball is spotted at the nine-yard line of Hastings High. There's a Bisbee again. Bisbee fights through one tackle and takes the ball inside the five-yard line. Down to about the three. And now we've got a timeout. Hold. Nope, that's the end of the first quarter of play. So the end of the first quarter, Seward knocking on touchdown door here in the first half of play. Seward off to a good start. One quarter in the books. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings nothing, Seward nothing. You're listening to High School Football. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We're located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. Get more than you expect. When you hear the name Furniture Direct, low prices is about what you'd expect. But at Furniture Direct, you get more than you expect. Like coil spring seating in our catnapper recliners and motion furniture, so they keep sitting great for years to come. Plus express delivery, so you can enjoy your furniture right away. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Behind Sonic on South Burlington and Hastings, FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Boyd Wilson Field, Seward knocking on touchdown doors. We start the second quarter of play. Seward looking at third down and a couple of yards to go. Ball is sitting at the three-yard line of Hastings High. Here they're going to fake the ball to their big old fullback, Trevor Ruth, and the quarterback, Sukup, carries the ball himself. He's going to be very close to a first down down here for the Jays as a Untangle things down there. Look to the far sideline. Looks like fourth down and one yard to go. The ball is spotted at the three. Looks like they got to take the ball to the two for the first down. I guess when you're Seward two and two and an underdog, you got to go for this thing. Yep, and that's what they'll do here. They're waiting for the call in from the uh, far sidelines. Sukup will get them all lined up. But, yeah, fourth down and just got to go about a yard to get the first down couple of yards to get the touchdown. Now we're going to have a timeout, Seward. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna think about this thing here. Timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body of 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. 11-19 to play in the second quarter. Hastings nothing, Seward nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Down three turnovers between the two teams in the first quarter. Hastings High had uh, two interceptions. Seward had one fumble. And now the Blue Jays trying to cash in on one of those interceptions thrown by Jared Sinek. Here in the first half, Seward has driven the ball down here to the three-yard line. They got to take the ball to the two for a fresh set of downs. Sukup 
Wide receiver split to the right side. Two running backs in the backfield. Sukup winning for the call. He's got it. He hands the ball away. Fighting for some yardage. Now reaching out with the ball. It comes loose down here at the uh, two-yard line. It's going to be recovered by Hastings High. Wow. Austin Nauert comes up from his defensive back position to get that. But again, the running back just trying to fight for additional yards and trying to get into the end zone. He had enough for the first down, got it down to about the one-yard line, but he was trying to fight to get it across the, the goal line and uh, just lost control of the football. And now at Johnny on the spot. What a huge turnover. Either one of these teams want to keep a hold of the football here tonight. Two turnovers by Hastings, and now the second turnover for the Blue Jays here. Now Hastings will bring it out to the 20-yard line, dodging a very big bullet there by Seward early in this game. Wow, I don't see, think I've seen a high school game with four turnovers in such a short amount of time here. Early. All right, we're down to 11 minutes and 13 seconds to play in the second quarter. No score between the Tigers and the Jays. There's a quick pass there and a big stick on Shoemaker. He hauls it in at the 25-yard line, and then he is hit on the play by the Seward defense. A pickup of five yards in a play, second down, five yards to go. So they move it from the 20 out to the 25. Hastings I working from our right to our left here in the second quarter of play. Jared Sink had thrown one interception coming into the ball game. He's got two so far here in this one. There's a handoff there as they try to work on their running game there. Widener carries the ball for a yard, maybe two, as he moves the ball out here to the 28-yard line. Hastings High now looking at third down and two yards to go. Stats are brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. This quick offense of Hastings High to the line. I'll give you the numbers right after this play. Three wide receivers to the left. Sinek looks that way. There's a pass delivered high again, incomplete. I don't know that I've seen Jared Sinek look this bad in an early uh, start here in a football game, really off his mark. We look at some numbers for Hastings in that first quarter. Sinek just 14 yards passing, two interceptions. The Tigers had 19 on the ground, so 33 total. One first down, four penalties for Hastings there in the first quarter. For Seward, they had 12 through the air. 80 on the ground, so 92 total on 17 plays. Two turnovers, both fumbles, three first downs, and two penalties. And now Tigers will have to punt this football away here at the 10.05 mark. No score at Lloyd Wilson Field. All right, Cavalage will do the uh, punting here for Hastings. Good high kick is going to bounce at the 30-yard line, picked up there by a deep man for the Blue Jays, and he's run out of bounds. That's Sukup bringing the ball back. If he, he catches the ball on the hop down there. Now we got another injured Tiger down here at the 20. Max Johnson is already out of the ball game with an injury suffered in the first quarter. Now we got another injured Tiger here down here for uh, Hastings at the uh, 20-yard line. 9.55 to play in this uh, first half. Justin Musgrave. All right, Musgrave is a guy down at the 20-yard line, so we got another injury timeout. We'll take a break. 9.55 to play in the second quarter. Seward nothing, Hastings high nothing. You're listening to Tiger Football. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. 
Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Another injury timeout here for a Tiger. Boy. Early score is coming in tonight. Bellevue West is out on top of Kearney in the first quarter, 14-7. Omaha West Side is uh, leading Grand Island in the first quarter, 14-0. Some Class B games going on tonight. McCook has got to lead over Lexington, 7-0. Aurora has jumped out on top of the York Dukes, 13 to nothing. They're in the second quarter. Some Class C-1 games underway. St. Paul, 21. Fillmore Central, nothing. Kozad is leading Holdridge, 6 to nothing. Gothenburg has a lead over Ogallala, 7 to nothing in the second quarter. Grand Island Central Catholic with an early 14 to nothing lead over the Gibbon Buffaloes. Class D1, you've got Arcadia Loop City and Ravenna tied up at 12 points apiece in the second quarter. Elm Creek is leading Arapahoe, 14 to nothing in the first quarter. Class D2, one game played this afternoon. Loomis beat Maywood Hayes Center by a score of 68 to 6. Some scores in from the uh, six-man ranks. Wilcox Hildreth winners over Santee, 48-27. It was Stewart beating Elba 62 to six, and SEM all over Silver Lake today by a score of 61 to 15. Your scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct deliver to your door. Get free local delivery setup and removal on any Beauty Rest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture Direct and Mattress Direct. To south of the Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Boy, tough start for the Tigers offensively, defensively, and now injuries starting to really cause a problem. They'll help Musgrave off. He couldn't put any weight on that left leg. He's got to be literally carried off by his teammates. Max Johnson is down here with a splint on his right leg and ice on his knee. Yeah, that's I'm not, not good. A, I'm not a doctor, but... That indicates to me not a very good uh, deal. The training table is already full by Big Max. So, yeah, some very valuable pieces to this puzzle for the Tiger uh, football team is uh, on the sidelines with injuries. Now Seward with the football back at their own 27. Musgrave is the center on the offense. Musgrave plays on the defensive line, but more importantly, he's the center on offense. And chances of him coming back are... Do not appear to be good. Uh, second down, down nine yards to go. Pickup of one. Seward has got the ball in their own territory. They're at the 28-yard line. So, yeah, we've had four fumble, actually, four turnovers. We've had a two couple, and two. Yeah, couple of interceptions and a couple of fumbles. Two Hastings interceptions and two Seward fumbles so far here in the ballgame. There's a pass that's going to be thrown out here. It's going to be caught here on the near sideline. That's Boone Duncan making the reception, but they're going to be short of a first down. But they're going to be close as they move the ball out here to the 35-yard line. It's kind of a whole hummer so far. It's just kind of dragging along, but yeah. Hastings has got to look up. they got to find some fire, uh, firepower here. Yeah, they really don't uh, don't have really much life at all, and, and you got to go back to that uh, last week. 
making part of the road trip all the way to Alliance. You didn't play a game, so you were uh, off a week, essentially, and then you try to get ready for Seward into this uh, this week of action. You can't overlook anybody in this district that Hastings will face, and Seward's a team that's uh, right now hanging right with the Tigers. Here's uh, Sukup. He's going to carry the ball for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down out here at the 40-yard line, so a quarterback keeper after he fakes the ball inside. Seward has got the ball now. A fresh set of downs at the 40-yard line. 9.08 to play in the second quarter. No score between number one ranked Hastings and the Seward Blue Jays. Tigers with just 40 yards of total offense. That's unheard of at this state in a football game. They're used to putting up some big, big numbers. Seward over 100 yards of total offense. Here's a running play across the 40-yard line to the 45. Bounces off of a man going to the 49-yard line. That was a great run there by Mason Bisbee. Bisbee's had a couple of good runs here in this first half of play. That time, he just kind of ran over a Tiger at the 47-yard line and brings the ball to the 49. That was a good run there by Mason. Yeah, good tough run off the left side. Going to be very close. The white cap, Tim Higgins, indicates, nope, going to be second down and very, very short. We'll give him nine on the game, but that was Zade Widener. Welcome back to live football action. Took a shot helmet to helmet and got pretty much run over right there by the uh, the running back. And he picked up additional yardage right out to midfield, second and short. They fake the ball to him now. The quarterback, Sukup, is going to take it off a right tackle as he brings it across the 50 inside Tiger territory. Down here at the 47-yard line. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Right now, Seward out playing Hastings High. Yeah, they really are. Five first downs to just one. Hastings High with only one first down in this football game, and they're winning the battle at the line of scrimmage. Hastings defensively has played pretty well. Blake Davis has had a tremendous year, but you got 11 guys on the field. you got to get everybody uh, putting out the good effort here. And right now, this uh, Tiger defense, uh, yeah, they're they're getting things put to them pretty good there on that front five. Sukup hands the ball away again. Bisbee fighting for some yardies. He takes a hit there but hangs on to the football. He picks up only about a yard in the play. A bunch of Tigers in on the stop there. The Hastings high defense will give them one yard, second down. And nine yards to go, seven minutes and 44 seconds to play here in the second quarter. I was just looking down, trying to check out uh, Musgrave. I don't know where they took him. They might have taken him right in. I've seen the uh, players carry him off. Max Johnson has got the uh, – Max Johnson has the trainer's table occupied. He has not moved. He's laying flat on his back, really not much movement. And I think they've got Musgrave down here up along the uh, the railing. And now we got penalty flags again. Tigers already hit with four. Seward with two. And that's going to be the fifth penalty. Boy, I tell you what, you, you like you like the way the Tigers have come out in some of these games uh, earlier this season really uh, perfectly offensively and defensively. This is not any way, shape, and form what I know the coaching staff has wanted the Tigers to come out very flat here tonight. All right, so it's second down and about three yards to go. Now they fumble the football. Sukup is going to pick it back up, and then he's going to be drilled. It's probably not the the smart thing to do. You just got to fall on top of the football. Some strange things can happen when you go down and pick up that awkward-looking football. Well, we have seen that in some games already this season with uh, with punters and quarterbacks and running backs trying to uh, pick up and advance the football. You're just better off getting on top of it. Uh, again, you talked about it a little bit ago. Already two turnovers, two fumbles by Seward. There was another one, third one of the night. When they had a good drive going, that one there cost them about four yards, so they go back to the north. A loss of four, going to bring up third down, a seven ball back at the 44-yard line. 
Big play here, third down. There's a pass to the far side. It's going to be caught. Caught at the Tiger 30. Breaks away 25 down to the 21-yard line. Reception made by Boone Duncan. Duncan, a six foot one, 170-pound senior, hauls that baby in. That's going to be a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the ball down to the Hastings High 21-yard line. 23-yard gain, and that was Widener and Jones out there. Not really double coverage, but I uh, did not get uh, both wearing single numbers, three and seven. But, uh, boy, not very good coverage there, and they pick up a big gainer. Now they've got it almost in the red zone. There's a handoff. Bisbee is going to run the football. Bounces off of a man. Takes the ball to the 15, down the 14-yard line. Seward is on the, the move here. Tackle is made by Blake Davis for Hastings High. Davis with 27 stops in the first four ball games for the Tiger defense. But that time, that was a pickup of six. So for the first time in uh, five games, Jimmy, Hastings High has come out flat. The Tigers find themselves in a ball game here in the first half. We're scoreless with five and a half to play. Yeah, got him on the ropes, taking a lot of shots to the brisket here. 143 yards unofficially for Seward in this game. Here's a pass out here. It's going to be off of the fingertips of the tight end, Nathan Pence. They take the ball inside. They come out here to Pence, who's been the target for Sukup all year long. Over here in coverage for Hastings High was Dreer. Incomplete pass, and now it's third down and four yards ago. They converted on the third and seven just a few seconds ago. Yeah, 23-yard pass and catch. We'll see what they do here. But I said 146 unofficially for Seward. 40 yards of total offense for Hastings in this football game. And I would have never thought that Jarrett Sinek setting at this stage of a football game would only have 20 yards and two interceptions. There's a running play. They cough up the football again, and the Tigers have the ball. Another turnover for the Seward Blue Jays. Wow. Another turnover. Seth Appersbach coming up with the FOMA recovery for Hastings, but Seward, like Coach mentioned, they find themselves shooting themselves in the foot, and that's another turnover, their second fumble of this quarter. Sooner or later, Hastings is going to have to take advantage of one of these turnovers. There's been three fumbles, actually four fumbles. Three of them have been lost to the Seward football team. Hastings has to come alive. They cannot put it on a bigger silver platter here for Charlie and his Tigers. They'll take over at their own 17 with five, 18 left to go to half. No score here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Seneca is going to run the football. Now he's into the open 20, 25, 30 out to the 32-yard line. Sinek carrying the ball straight up the gut that time. Tackle is made in there by the quarterback, Parker Hammond, who comes up to make the stop for the Jays. That's going to be enough for a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Now the Tigers up to the line of scrimmage here. They've done absolutely nothing offensively here in the first half against this Seward defense. Three wide receivers out to the right side. There's a running play up the gut. It's going to bring it across the uh, 35 out to the 37-yard line. During the football there, Trevor Sullivan for Hastings High. Sullivan moves the ball from the 33 out to about the 37-yard line, so we'll give him four yards on a play. Second down and six. Down to four minutes and 48 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, no score between Hastings High and Seward tonight. Wide receivers left and right. Senek looks left, fires left. Is almost intercepted. Almost intercepted off of the... Fingertips of his intended receiver. That was Nowert, the intended receiver. He couldn't haul the ball in, and that one was nearly picked off. A lot of traffic in white jerseys around there, and usually the sure-handed Nowert able to bring them passes in. But, boy, 
Tell you what, things are a little rickety here at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field here for this Tiger offense. This is by far their best movement all half long. And that's they, not saying much. That's not saying a whole lot. You're exactly right. Third and six here, ball at the 37 for Hastings. Sinek sprints out right side. He's under pressure, gets away. Sinek has still got the ball. He throws it. It's going to be caught here for the first down at the 48-yard line to the 50 inside Seward territory to the 49-yard line. So Sinek got away from uh, some pressure there. Got the ball to a Cavillage who hauls the ball in. They're going to mark the football to Seward 49. That's a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Nine-yard gain to Cavillage right out to midfield. So the Tigers keep the drive alive on third and six. They've got it right at midfield. Clock moving at 4-12. Sinek sprints out left side, throws the ball to Shoemaker across the 40. Shoemaker to the 41-yard line where he's going to be spilled right there. Little shoe brought down. By number one, Boone Duncan, the quarterback, coming up to make this stop. That's going to be a pickup of nine yards in the play. Maybe a pickup of eight yards. We'll call it second down and two. Hastings has moved the ball down to the Seward 42-yard line. Tigers moving from our right to our left, south to north here in the second quarter of play. Lights on here at Lloyd Wilson Field, the Osborne Sports Complex. Sinek backs up. Sinek dances in the pocket, rolls left. Sinek across the 40. He's got the ball to 35 to the 34-yard line. Sinek is brought down by Hunter Nabokshak, who makes the stop there. That's going to be enough for another. Crozier Park Pharmacy first down here for the Tigers. Now Hastings moving the ball late in the second quarter. Sinek doing a little uh, traffic control out there, trying to direct his wide receivers downfield as he rolled out to the left side. You don't like seeing your uh, valuable quarterback get out into the open field, but he does what he needs to, picks up six, first down to the 25. Here's Sinek. He wants to throw. He's got time. Now the pocket breaking down. He's going to be hit, and down he goes. Sinek is going to be sacked back here at the 37-yard line. So he had time, and then the pocket breaks down, and finally the uh, tackle was made. Sukup again into the stop for the Seward defense. Clock is running. We're under three minutes to play here in the second quarter. He sings with all three of their timeouts left here in this first half. Tigers not going to use one here. They'll send three wide receivers out to the right side of the formation, two wide receivers to the left. Sinek has got the ball. Sinek. Rolls right, throws the ball downfield, jump ball down there wow. in the end zone. That's going to be a touchdown for the Tigers. There is that big, long, lanky frame of Braden Cavillage. That goes 37 yards, and again, a lot of pressure being put up up the middle, and Sinek just takes it off the right side, directs his receiver downfield. The coverage was white in the hip pocket of Cavillage, but again, he can leap out of a, a gym. And he goes up high above the defender, brings it down, and scores the touchdown. That was a tremendous highlight reel play. But the Tigers finally get on the scoreboard. Yeah, that might have broken the ice here, so to speak. 39-yard touchdown pass from Sinek to Braden Cavillage. For Sinek, that is going to be his 17th touchdown pass of the year. For Cavillage, he hauls in his sixth touchdown reception of the season. Cavillage now will attempt a PAT. Ball is down. The kick is oh up. That, that one sails off on the right side. It is no good. First miss of the year. Yeah. 25 of 25 coming in was Minky in the. That was Minky, not Cavillage. Yeah, yeah. The, the snap was good, but uh, just didn't get into the football very good. So the football follies continue here, but the, hey, the Tigers get on the board. PAT no good. 232 to play in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. He's seeing six. Seward, nothing. You're listening to Tiger Football. 
September is National Preparedness Month, and Hastings Utilities is continuing to help your family stay prepared for all types of disasters. If appliances like a stove, furnace, or hot water heater are damaged in a tornado or other storm, deadly carbon monoxide may be released into the air. Evacuate as soon as possible and immediately call to have the natural gas supply turned off until repairs are made. Hastings Utilities a municipally-owned utility serving the community of Hastings and the surrounding area with reliable, dependable utility service. 1230 KHAS. I took Hastings a while to get on the scoreboard, but they finally get into the end zone on a 39-yard touchdown pass. Here comes the uh, kickoff, and Penalty the flag. officials are blowing this baby dead. Somebody was offside. Penalty markers on the field. Well, sixth penalty for Hastings High now in the football game. Only two for Seward. But we go back to that pass play again. Uh, Hastings by far their best drive, and that wasn't saying a whole lot of the football game. But again, uh, pressure coming up the middle. Sinek was forced off to the far side numbers and directed uh, Cavalich downfield. He just simply run right down the chalk on the far side of the field. Beautiful pass and beautiful catch. He had to go up over top of the defender. Brings it down in the... Front corner of the end zone, and Hastings High gets six on the board. Then Mankey misses his first PAT of the season. He's 25 of 26, and now they'll put five on it, bring it back to the south, and Hastings will kick off here from the 35. Mankey into the football, end over end kick. is going to go to the far side. It's going to be grabbed here at the eight. Quickly back to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, out to the 31-yard line, and that's where Seward will start. I think the Blue Jays got to be uh, happy with what they have gotten done so far here in the first half, Jimmy. Anytime you have a four turnovers and you're just trailing the number one ranked team six to nothing, you, you got to feel fortunate, I think. They'll bring her out to the 32-yard line. Yeah, 146 yards of total offense. Seward's really uh, done anything they wanted against this Tiger defense, except you got to keep a hold of that pig. That pigskin's kind of important. You can't cough it up on the turf, and they have four times tonight in this first half. They'll look at another drive here. This will be their fifth of the night. Here's a suit up. He's going to throw the ball. It's going to be caught and dropped here on the near sideline. Duncan had it in his hands, and it fell out of there. I think Widener is back in coverage for Hastings High. Incomplete pass, second down and 10 now with 219 to play here in the second quarter. Well, normally we don't talk about it a lot, but we'll give you a little injury report. Max Johnson is up, but if they've got any more crutches that somebody can bring out, I believe they have them all occupied. As Musgrave has got crutches, as he's right down here, going to make his way to the uh, edge of the field, and Johnson is on crutches as well. Obviously, both of those guys are done. Hopefully not for the season. They are going to need those two big bodies the rest of the year. They think the ball... Now the quarterback, Sukup, is going to keep it on a quarterback keeper to about the 33. So they fake the ball to Boone Duncan. Wide receiver coming back in motion. They fake him the ball, but then Sukup, the quarterback, carries the ball for about a yard. So it's third down and eight yards to go. But just by the two-minute mark here, and Hastings might like to burn some timeouts on defense. Here comes another injury for the Tigers. That's Greer. Greer is... And it, look, it looks like he's favor in that shoulder he had a shoulder injury early in the year was that maybe the first game we did i believe it was lincoln north star game so now he's going to need some help getting off the field so goodness injuries building up here for this tiger football team that's three here in the first half and big losses so he's going to be helped to the sideline as well 
Seward is going to be looking at third down and nine yards to go. Seven nothing is the score. Actually, six to nothing is the score. Hastings High has got the lead. So it's third down, nine yards to go. The ball is at the 33-yard line. Here's Sukup. He wants to throw. He throws the ball. It's going to be intercepted. He just kind of throws it up in the center of the field. It's going to be intercepted there by Hastings High. That's uh, Jones getting the interception, and then a penalty flag went down. Yeah, and Hastings. In fact, there's two penalty flags down. Not a lot of celebration. That was an ill-advised pass there by the quarterback, Sukup. Threw it down into double coverage. Right past the big red H. Interference on Hastings. Wow. Seven penalties in the first half. Well, people wanted to know what the effects of not playing a football game in the situation that Hastings had. Now they're bringing the football. Are they going to march it off now? (laughs) They're kind of going back and forth here, but I didn't think it would affect Hastings all that much. I, I don't know if that's the case, but pretty... Pretty sluggish football game here played by the Tigers this first half. Well, if that's the case, uh, Hastings High is another bye week coming up in a couple of weeks. So if that's the case, they got to find a, a way to shake off a week off. There's a pass down the right sideline. He's out here, and he makes a bobbling catch, and he's saying bounce. No. Oh, my. He made the catch, but he was out of bounds. That was a great catch, great concentration down here right in front of us, right in front of the Tiger bench. That was uh, Nauert. On coverage, but boy, tremendous Boone, catch, but he didn't have possession of the football. Boone Duncan was the guy for Seward making the bobbling catch, but it was out of bounds. So it's going to bring up a second down. Second down and 10 with a minute and 36 seconds to play here in the second quarter. 6 nothing. Tigers have the lead. Seward working with the ball now. So they approach the midfield stripe. Ball is at the 47. Second down and 10 from their own 47-yard line. Two wide receivers. Now three wide receivers out to the right side. Sukup looks that way. Here's a pass out here. Is caught by Duncan. Gets away across the 50 to the Tiger 46-yard line. A completed pass. Now we're in on the stop for Hastings High on defense. And now it's a third down. Third down and about four yards to go. And now Seward will call a timeout. Third down and about four yards to go, and we come back. This time out brought to you by Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. Hastings 6, Seward nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, third down and three yards to go. Seward with the ball at the Hastings High 46-yard line with a buck 21 left here in the second quarter. And you're right, Dr. Reimer is uh, <laughs> earning his keep here as a team doctor tonight. Tell you what, Doc Reimer wants to go back to the office. He's not this busy uh, throughout the course of a day, and he has got his work cut out for him. They're still looking at Bo Dreer here on the sidelines. Max Johnson occupies some crutches. So does uh, Musgrave down on the far end of the field. Those don't look like very good knee injuries. 
at all. Here's uh, Bisbee, and he's going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage, and down he goes. Blake Davis in on the stop there for Hastings, so they go to Mason Bisbee as they angled it to the left side, and Davis was in there. Now Hastings high is going to burn a timeout because Seward is going to be looking at fourth down and three. When we come back, the Tigers will have a minute and 14 seconds to work with it here offensively. We'll take a break. 114 to play second quarter. Hastings 6, Seward nothing. If you need body work done, see the experts at Hess Auto Body in Hastings. They're located at 208 West South Street. Hess Auto Body does full body repair, windshield repair, painting, and more. Plus, they offer free estimates. Let Hess Auto Body take the worry out of your accident and the dents out of your car. Hess Auto Body at 208 West South Street in Hastings. Call Dave at 460-9542. That's 460-9542. Hess Auto Body at Hastings. 12:30 KHAS. And welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. Powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Another Tiger has come off the field. I believe that's Coletic down here. Looks like they're trying to just stretch him out, maybe experiencing some cramps, but wow, what a tough half here for the Tigers. Now it looks like Seward is going to go for it here. There's a Sukup. He's going to run the ball. Sukup's in trouble, and down he goes. The Tigers will hold on downs. So they go for it on fourth down and five yards to go. Landon Jacobus was in there immediately, Jimmy, and chases down the quarterback. Not a very uh, exciting play there to try to go for it on fourth down and five. The quarterback just took the ball and was going to run it around the left end. Not so fast, my friend. Not when you got Landon Jacobus out there as the outside linebacker. He chases him down. Actually, a loss in the play. Back here at the 45-yard line. Now Hastings High at point-blank range here. When you look at the uh, drives for Seward, it's been fumble, out on downs, fumble, fumble, and out on downs. Loss of six. Now Hastings with a golden opportunity with a buck eight. Seneca's going to throw the ball near his side. It's caught here by Shoemaker. Shoemaker brings it across the 40 to the 38-yard line. Got a question. That's set of downs there for a Seward. You're riding the ball game at six to nothing and you go for it basically in your own territory and fourth down in the five and you're running a quarterback keeper around the left end. Load him up and take him to Vegas as uh, little shoe picks up about eight so we'll call it second down and two shoe having a pretty good half of football. Senate quarterback draw. He's in open space here across the 35, 30, 25 down to the 24 yard line. Clock is running under a minute to play. Hastings is going to have a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as they move the ball down to the uh, 24 officially. Hastings quickly up to the line of scrimmage with three wide receivers to the right side, two to the left. There's a pass that's going to be caught at the uh, 20-yard line. That's Cavillage. Cavillage makes the reception. Hunter Nabotchak into the stop there for the Seward defense. That was a pickup of five yards in the play. Second down, five yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the 20-yard line of Seward. Empty backfield. Sinek again looks left, fires the ball. That's going to be incomplete. Hastings winning a uh, pass interference on uh, Sukup. He didn't get it. Pass is incomplete. And now it's third down and five. Sinek hitting on his last five consecutive pass plays. That one there watching through the glasses. Defender there pretty early. Hastings crowd did not like it as a little shoe was defended off. Little shoe already with five catches in this football game and 30 Seven yards. 
Cavillage has got a couple of catches, but the Tigers with 27 seconds. Look at his second down and six. Ball at the 20-yard line. Sinek again rolls to his right. He unloads. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught in the end zone. Did he hang on to it? One-yard line. Now they're going to say he's out of bounds to the one. I think that's Cavillage no, again. No, that's Jones over there. Great Cavillage. All right, Jones makes the reception at the one, and now the Tigers will call a timeout. So we'll take a break. 19 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Take a break with the score. Hastings 6, Seward nothing. New View Real Estate of Hastings is family-owned and operated with over four decades of real estate experience. And Dana, Connie, and Dee would love to help your family with all of your real estate needs. Whether you're buying or selling, New View Real Estate of Hastings can help you make your move and offer you full-service affordability. Stop by 1239 North Burlington in Hastings or contact us at newviewofhastings.com or on Facebook at New View Real Estate of Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, 19 seconds to play here in the second quarter. He sings out on top of Seward by the score of six to nothing. He sings high in the red zone down here at the one yard line after Jones makes the reception there for the Tigers. Hastings High has now got one timeout left, but we got 19 seconds left on the clock here in the second quarter. Like this is a, a huge play here, Mike. Hastings has struggled pretty much all half long. They've kind of found some rhythm here late in the second quarter, and now Sinek's got him up the line of scrimmage. From the one-yard line, Sinek is going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Widener with the uh, carry, and he did not get in there. Widener did not get in from one yard out, and the Tigers are forced to burn their last time out here with 16 seconds to play. Ball is still at the one-yard line, so we'll take a break. 16 seconds to go, second quarter. Hastings 6, Seward nothing. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high quality hand picked vehicles. Good, clean, low mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. 1230 KHAS. All right, so now it is second down and goal. The ball is at the one-yard line of Seward. Hastings with no timeouts left. So if they run this thing and do not get in, I don't think the Tigers will be able to line back up and and uh, run another play. Here's a Senek. He's going to roll left. He's going to be hit once. Senek has still got the ball. Crashes forward. He's hit at the one-yard line, and he takes it into the end zone for a touchdown. He was hit in the backfield and then takes off toward the goal line. He was hit at about the one-yard line. He's big enough. He just bowls over a couple of defenders, and Senek takes it in from one yard out. And the Tigers go out on top now, 12 to nothing. Of course, Sinek now, his sixth carry on the night. He's got 36 yards. Give him a lot of credit. Very poised in there. Nobody to go to in the end zone. They were all committed to the pass as the penetration was good. Widener would never have gotten there. A lot of Blue Jays coming right up the middle. And again, nobody open, but Sinek just tries to take it off left side. Crashes into a guy at about the one-yard line, but he takes it in. So now after the missed PAT, they will line up for a two-point conversion. 
Sinning fakes the ball. Sinning takes it around the left end. Sinning takes it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. So the two-pointer is good. Eight seconds to play now in the second quarter. Hastings with a little breathing room here in the first half. Hastings 14, Seward nothing. You're listening to High School Football. Lutz is proud to support Hastings High School Athletics. Lutz is an integrated business solutions firm born and raised in Nebraska with offices in Hastings, Grand Island, Lincoln, and Omaha that provides expert accounting, consulting, financial, technology, M&A, and recruiting services. For businesses or individuals seeking a partner to help energize and heighten financial and organizational success, visit Lutz.us or call today at 866-577-0780. 1230 KHAS. Oh, hey. Tell you what, might have to venture out west here tonight. You've got some moves, my friend. Get jiggy with it. Wow. Jump around. Everybody jumping around now. Tigers with a slow start, but they've able to get out to a 14 to nothing lead, and now Mankey with just a short kick. Down to about the 30-yard line. It's going to be fair caught over there by Seward. But, boy, the, the story here is first half has been the slow start offensively for this Hastings high offense and the injuries. Uh, again, we talked about Justin Musgrave. He's on crutches. Doesn't appear he's going to enter the game anytime soon, hopefully sometime this season. But his injury and Max Johnson's injury do not look very good for this Tiger team. Bo Dreer has been tended to. But I see him on the sidelines talking to Doc Reimer. Doc Reimer, somebody's going to have to get him a towel and a, and a fresh bottle of water. He has had a workout here as Seward will come on the field here with just eight seconds left to go here in the half. Thank you for that injury report, Dr. Dr. Purcell. Here's a pass to the uh, near side. It's going to be incomplete. Again, looking for uh, Boone Duncan. Just out of reach of his outstretched hands. Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball in their own 30-yard line with four seconds to go. He's trying to give you a little breather. Well, I like your certificate that's hanging on your wall. Yeah. Medical certificate. I'm a, I'm not only got certificates, I, my picture hangs on the doctor's office wall <laughs> as a, a picture of health. Second down, 10 from the 30-yard line. Seward. What a good first half, but they look up there and they still trail by 14 points. They've given up 68 points in their last two losses. There's a throw over the far sideline. It's going to be caught over there by Piskorski. He's going to be out of bounds, and that's going to be the end of the first half of play. So a slow start by Hastings High. Tigers in uh, taking advantage of a couple of turnovers and a... uh, a defensive stop on downs, and Hastings will get into the locker room with a 14 to nothing lead, but nothing to be uh, too proud of. Tigers will come out much sharper, I think, in the second half. 14 to nothing, our score. Hastings has got the lead here at halftime. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 
1021 West 14th Street. Proud to support all area student athletes. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Halftime Show is brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market is your one-stop shop. From a bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, remember Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings High with a lead over Seward. High school football action tonight. The score is 14 and nothing. Hastings with a lead. Tigers with two interceptions in the first quarter. Seward with a fumble in the first quarter. Seward fumbles the ball twice more in the second quarter before Hastings High goes on a 12-play, 83-yard drive following that second fumble. And the Tigers finally get it into the end zone with two minutes and 32 seconds to play in the first half. Jared Sinek. Throws a 39-yard touchdown pass to Braden Cavillage. Point after touchdown, no good. Hastings led by a score of 6 to nothing. Tiger defense then holds on downs as Seward went for it in their own territory. Hastings high holds on downs. The Tigers got the ball to Seward 45. Eight plays later, they were in the end zone on a one-yard run from Jared Sinek. Sinek again takes it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Hastings has got the lead here at halftime, Jimmy, 14 to nothing. So a slow start. Tigers kind of found their gear there late in the second quarter, and Hastings has got the lead here at halftime, 14 nothing. Well, sooner or later, with uh, all the fans that uh, are in the stands here tonight on the Hastings side of things, you wondered when that offense is going to get going. It took them a while, but uh, they did get things going. I'm watching down here in the uh, far end zone, the uh, masterminds of this uh, Tiger football team. All the coaches have their little meeting before they go in and talk to the uh, the team, and they'll uh, uh, update the team on uh, what they need to do to make changes, and really uh, nothing from what was late in this uh, first half of action. We look at the first half stats. They brought to you by the Family Medical Center, and we have needed the Family Medical Center here this evening. Your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For Seward, their quarterback, Gavin Sukup, has put together 6 of 12 passing, just 53 yards in this first half of action. The Jays have run it for 97 yards on 26 carries, so 36 offensive plays, 150 yards in the game. They've got five first downs, just two penalties in this half, but more importantly, four fumbles. Three of them have been lost, and the Tigers have been able to come up on top and uh, bring them back home. For the Tiger offense, uh, really a sluggish start, only 33 yards in the first quarter 
of action. Well, the Tigers finished with 169 at the half. Cynics numbers 107 on 9 of 17 passing, two interceptions, and one touchdown in that first half. The Tigers with 62 yards on 13 carries, so that gives them the 169 on 30 offensive plays. Seven first downs for the Tigers in that first half and hit with seven penalties there in the first half. Individual leaders receiving. Garrett Jones has a catch for 19 yards. We've got uh, Braden Cavillage, three catches, 51 yards. Cavillage with that one catch for a touchdown in that second quarter. Little Shoe has five catches and 37 yards. Rushing uh, leaders, not a lot here. The uh, rushing leader is uh, Cynic, seven carries, 42 yards. He's got a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Zade Widener with four carries and 14 yards. And Sully, Trevor Sullivan, with a couple carries and six yards. But, uh, boy, the Tigers with a very sluggish start coming out of the shoot here at Lloyd Wilson Field. But they find themselves on top 14 to nothing. But the big story is the injuries. Justin Musgrave down with a knee injury. Max Johnson down with a knee injury. And it looks like Bo Dreer is probably going to be okay. I watched him walk off into the locker room. Didn't appear to be in any pain, but uh, the Tigers hit with a couple of big injuries. We'll see what develops out of that in the second half and on down for the rest of the season. But uh, the Tigers' first district game of the season, hey, just good to be having games. You just never know what's going to happen from week to week. But the Tigers out on top here, 14-0. Elsewhere in the city tonight, Sutton has got the lead over Hastings St. Jose at halftime over at Duncan to score 21-3. Sutton with the lead there. The Adams Central Patriots leading out at the Patriots field tonight. They're still in the second quarter. It's Adams Central 21 and Wood River Shelton nothing. 14 to nothing here. Hastings High leading in their ball game with the Seward Blue Jays. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll chat with Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper as the Broncos get ready for their homecoming game tomorrow against the Doan University Tigers. We'll hear from the coach as we continue. You're listening to High School Football on 1230 KHAS. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. We're back at halftime as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings College head football coach Tony Harper. The Broncos getting ready for their homecoming game tomorrow against one of their, their big conference rivals in the Doan University Tigers in town. Coach, good to see you, and it's a, it's a big weekend on the campus. I mean, we're excited. You got you got the number one rival coming into town tomorrow. You got a great night of high school football. You know, I mean, the, the weather's nice. The sun's out. It's just been a great week. Sitting at 1-1 one and one now in this season after picking up a win in the opener. Last week, dropping an overtime decision to Concordia. And quite frankly, it's probably a game that we let slip away. We feel like that, you know, to be quite honest with you. And, uh, you know, watching the film on Sunday just kind of – Reemphasize that a little bit again. I'm taking nothing away from Concordia. They deserve to win that game. They played harder. Excuse me. They did. They made the plays when they had to make the plays. I thought it was two evenly matched teams. But again, you can't make those mental mistakes. And we feel like there was about four to five of them that we'd like to have back. 
four or five big plays, and they all went against us, especially late in the contest. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that falls on us as coaches. we got to put these guys in a little bit better of a position. We also have to remember what we talked about throughout the week going into the game. But, uh, again, that was a, that was you hate to lose games like that, but sometimes you, you definitely got to learn from them, and you definitely got to get a lot better. Now the big question is, how are we going to react to the loss? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you tomorrow after the game. How's that? But, uh, you know, we, we really didn't know because we, we, again, are so young. You know, um, we only have a few seniors that are starting and playing for us. So we had to reintroduce our team to what this rivalry means. And I think you lose a tough game like that, you come back against the number one rival, I think if that doesn't get your juices flowing, man, I don't know what will. So we really focused on, on ourselves, but we also talked a lot about the history and the tradition of this game to hopefully get these guys to get that bad taste out their mouth. Yeah, really going up back-to-back with old uh, Nyack foes here and some pretty big rivals here. You and I may be one of the few, along with Coach McCall and Coach Flash, to know what the old Nyack even stands for. <laughs> yeah, but Concordia and Doan, they were big parts of the Nyack, along with uh, Hastings College. So They really were, and I've been on both ends of this spectrum and, and on different things like that, and, and you're looking at uh, two physical football teams. It's going to be just like it was last week. It's going to be physical Football, a big play here, a big defensive stop here, a special teams must be made here. So you're going to see uh, a physical football game expected. Offensively and defensively last week, we were okay in the ball game, weren't we? You know, that's probably the best way to say it was okay. You know, we weren't great um, offensively. You know, we, we, we went down, we moved the ball, we missed that long field goal. You know, if I had to do that again, I probably would have let Jesse go for it on fourth down, so that one's on me. But, you know, Jason came back and – Made a couple big kicks later on. But, uh, you know, I thought we were able to move the ball pretty good there for about a quarter and a half. And then, bam, Concordia settled down, started shooting our power scheme and some things like that. And defensively, I thought we played okay there for a while. You know, we slowed weighing down, and then the second half happened. And then he kind of got it, he kind of got back on the tracks. You know, we didn't really have an answer for him. They, they were slowing down our offense. We had the ball in the one-yard line, couldn't punch it in or didn't punch it in. Uh, and then all of a sudden, bam, it kind of flips again. You know, we get a couple big stops. Our offense scores. So um, that's kind of how that game played out. So Doan uh, comes in here and mark up one and one. Uh, when you talk about Doan, you always talk about their defense first. I tell you what, Coach Bessler does a heck of a job with that 3-3 stack, man. They're flying all around all over the place. You know, he's doing a little bit more one high than he has in the past. He's staying a little bit more with that three front than what he has in the past. Uh, but I think that just allows his linebackers to flow. But they are, in my opinion – with what they do in conjunction with uh, their schemes and their philosophy. It's one of the top three defenses in the conference. And with this 3-3 stack, it just puts so much pressure on your office, doesn't it? You know, I was expecting this question. Here's what I'm going to compare it to. It's kind of like from a defensive perspective, when you got to go against a triple or a wing tee or a veer option one time out of the year, the 3-3 stack does the same thing to the offense because you, you don't know where those guys are coming from. Those yahoos may line up in the C-gap, and they're going to come and rub all the way down into the A-gap. So it's kind of the same thing as this is something that's very unique that we've had to slow down and, and throughout practice and talk through a lot of stuff. So blocking scheme is going to be a uh... – Real important. Really is. I know when we ran the stack, you know, we had some good players in, in Pete Botkin and Jake Mueller and Langenberg and all those guys. Um, we were able to shoot double gaps and twist linebackers off of it, and guys would turn their shoulders and not stay square and chase. Well, that's how Dome makes their living, man. They're going to they're gonna rub or taco those ends, those noses down, and, and if the offensive line turns their shoulders and starts chasing, here comes a linebacker wrapping right off of it. So we got to stay square. we got to be able to communicate on that. But at the end of the day – Got to be able to run the football against the 3-3. Have to. All right. Offensively, what do they do? 
Offensively, they're they're kind of uh, you know we're we're going to see a different quarterback than what they've shown on film. They got a young man that's a really good athlete. Um, I think he's the most complete all around quarterback that we've seen so far in this young season. That he can move it with his legs on the zone read, the RPO stuff. He's also very good with the vertical pass game. He made a couple big throws against Breyer last week to win that game. So you know they're very dynamic. And then you got to throw in their two running backs they got. Coach Kamara does a great job of rotating those guys. They're more of an inside-outside zone type of team. So we got to tackle. And at times last week, we did not tackle. So we better get nine halves to the ball every time. Don't pushing the ball downfield a little bit more now in today's age. They really are. And how they're doing it, though, is a little bit unique. They're doing it off the play-action pass. They're going to flash that fake just to hold that linebacker's eyes so they can they can get right behind him with his digs. And they'll put a skinny post right behind that. So we got to make sure we stay deeper than the deepest. I know that's kind of a – a goofy thing, but we got to get our linebackers to process the play instead of guessing the sink on that. We've had problems with peeking in the backfield in the past, Coach. We, we brought it up several times on post games. I know. Yeah, uh, I think the guys have played a little bit better with that, but uh, again, with what they do with their crossing routes, that's the thing that our guys have to understand. We got to get our key read from a linebacker standpoint. We got to process that it's passed. We got to find a. We got to identify who our threat is in our match coverage and go from there. We found out how important special teams are last week. Special teams could be big in this one. Definitely will. You know, and again, they are one of the most well-coached special teams in the conference, always have been, and it's even better in the last couple of years with Coach Camaro over there. And uh, it hurt us last week. You know, we left a, a kickoff return that gave Concordia an extremely short field. They got us on a fake punt. Our kickoff cover's not been very good. So we focused a little bit more on that stuff this week, and we got to get it fixed. So how do we win this thing? we got to win third down offensively and defensively. we got to win the, the, the red zone challenge, whether it's offense or defense. And we just talked about it. I should take this number three and put it to number one, special teams. we got to be sound. we got to cover. we got to tackle. we got to do our jobs. Okay, see you tomorrow. Thank you. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College. Again, kickoff tomorrow for our homecoming game, 1 o'clock. On the air with a pregame show at 12 o'clock noon on 1230 KHAS. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by Russ's Market at 7th and Burlington in Hastings. Russ's Market, because quality matters. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to local high school sports. KHAS Radio. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Hastings with a lead over Seward. The score 14 to nothing, but Hastings High kept off with a scoreboard until the 232 mark 
of the second quarter. We'll get you some uh, scoreboard updates. Class A, Bellevue West having an easy time with Carney, leading 28-7. Omaha Westside has a 42-0 lead over Grand Island. Both of those games are at halftime. Some Class B games, Grand Island Northwest in the first quarter, leading Scott's Bluff 7-0. Will Cook 21-0 at halftime over Lexington. Hastings 14-0 over Seward at halftime. Aurora is leading York 19-7 at halftime. C1 games, you've got Central City leading Columbus Lakeview 43-0 there in the second quarter. Third quarter scores, St. Paul 42, Fillmore Central 6, Kozad with a halftime lead over Holdridge 20-0. Third quarter, Carney Catholic 17, Minden nothing. Adam Central now leading Wood River Shelton there at halftime 45 to nothing. Adam Central with the lead there. Gothenburg is leading Ogallala in the second quarter, 7 to nothing. Class C2, Grand Island Central Catholic, 29, Gibbon nothing. That's a halftime score. Halftime, Ord 42, Donovan Trumbull nothing. Halftime score, Superior has got the lead over Sandy Creek. It'll be a wild time in the old city tonight if the Cats can hang on. Superior 12, Sandy Creek 7. Hastings St. Cecilia trailing Sutton at halftime, 21-3. No score between Centura and Skyler. Class D1, you've got Alma losing to Southern Valley today, 52-22. Halftime score, Amherst 14 and Selma Myrna nothing. Third quarter score, you've got Bertrand trailing Highline, 18-12. Halftime score, Elm Creek 22, Arapaho nothing. Third quarter score, Arcadia Loop City 20, Ravenna 12. Class D2, you've got Axtell over Brady 28-24 at halftime. BDS with a lead over Blue Hill at halftime, 28-8. Halftime, Giltner has got the lead over Nebraska Lutheran, 16-6. Final score, Loomis 68 Maywood Hayes Center 6. Halftime, Medicine Valley 22, Overton nothing. Sand Hills Valley leading Pleasanton. They're checked out Pleasanton with a lead now at halftime, 44 to 38. Scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct of Hastings, located on South Burlington, just south of the Sonic Drive In or online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Tigers returning the Opening kickoff here in the second half and a nice return. That's uh, Widener, I think, bringing the ball out to the uh, 40-yard line. So a nice return there, and Hastings will set up in good field position. I'm sure Charlie wasn't uh, real quiet in there at halftime. I'm sure he wasn't pleased with this action of his uh, players here in the uh, first part of this game. The start was really sluggish, both offensively and defensively, but really regrouped. And again, you've got a poised veteran quarterback in there with a bunch of deep threats and good athletes up front. And uh, you just uh, you regroup, and that's what they did late late stages of that second quarter. Thus, with the 14 nothing lead, now the Tigers with the ball at the 41. Man comes in motion. They're going to give the ball to him. That's a little shoe at the 40, 45, and he's going to be popped out of bounds here at the 46 or 47 yard line. So Shoemaker comes in motion. They hand him the ball. It's just like a jet sweep to this side, and a Shoemaker is popped out of bounds at the 47 yard line. We'll give him a pickup of six. Second down, four yards to go. Hastings working right to left 
here in the third quarter of play. So it's like a video game, Jimmy. You can just go into the locker room and hit reset, and now we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. First carry there for Little Shoe. He'll go in motion to the far side of the field. Seneca will get the snap and hand it off to Sully out the right side. Yeah, Sullivan is going to move the ball to the 50-yard line. He's going to be close to the first down, but he's going to be about a yard shy. So Hastings looking at third down and short. Ball is sitting right at the midfield stripe. If you're just joining us, Hastings high hit with three injuries in the first half. Tigers uncharacteristically with a turnover bug in the first half as well as they had a couple of interceptions, but they survived, and the Tigers now have a 14 to nothing lead over the uh, Seward Blue Jays here in the third quarter. There's a double reverse. Hastings with the ball at the 45. Little Shoe brings it to the 43. Good job by the uh, Seward defense staying home there. A little dipsy doodle there. That's always a good way to get the, the team sparked. <laughs> That, if it works. Oh, and I tell you what, you talk about a jet sweep, and that's what Shoemaker is. He's a little jet out there, five foot seven, and he is a speedster. He came from the far side in the slot and got the pitch from Widener after he had got the handoff from Sinek. They pitched it to him. Actually, that was Sullivan that pitched it to Shoe. Picks up seven yards across the 45 down to the 44 first down. That's number eight for the Tigers. Here's a Sullivan. He breaks it back inside, 40, 35, 30, still on his feet down to the 26-yard line. Nice run there, right inside. A little cut back there for uh, Sullivan. He's got a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down as he moves it to the 27-yard line. 30, excuse me, 17-yard carry right up the middle. That offensive line really doing a nice job. I believe that was Kaletic on the right side, opened up a good seam. And Sullivan, he's tougher than a $2 stake, picks up a good game. First down, number nine, Tigers on the move. He's going to get the call again. This time he takes it off the right tackle and gets a couple of yards before he is brought down by big old Jackson Warren. Jackson Warren, six foot three, 315-pound senior nose tackle for the Blue Jays. Tell you what, Seward, each and every year we, uh, we cover them, man. They've always got some big grocery burners down on that uh, front line offensively and defensively. Very physical football team. They're uh, struggling here in this second half. Here's Sinek. He's going to fake the ball. Now he's going to run it himself. Look out, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Jared Sinek. They fake the ball up inside there to uh, Sullivan. The entire defense went with Sullivan. And Sinek just simply ran it around the left end and took it into the end zone for the touchdown. And the Tigers are out on top 20 to nothing. Doesn't take long. That's more like that uh, high strike offense of Hastings High. Six plays all on the ground. 61 yards capped off by a 25-yard touchdown run by Jared Sinek. That's his second one of the night. He's also got a touchdown off his arm. Now we'll see if Menke can get back on track as he's in for the PAT. All right, he missed one earlier tonight. Here's the extra point. It is up there. He drills that one through the pipes. The PAT is good, so the Tigers score on their first possession of the second half. They go 60 yards plus, and the Tigers are on the board again. 9.43 to play here in the third quarter. Hastings 21, Seward nothing. You're listening to Tiger Football. Rivals Bar & Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $7.99. Friday night, come in hungry for a surf and turf special for only $14.99. Don't forget to call in and book their party room for graduation or any special event. Rivals is open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 
1230 KHAS. that song yeah i do too yeah i like that song do that jump around up at uh up at wisconsin but yeah things can why why go to wisconsin we got it right here yeah you can do it right here a lot of the smiles now as hastings high very quickly much more like this uh hastings high offense in the games of the past very quickly six plays get on the board they lead it 21 to nothing kick down to the seven yard line as they bring it back to the center of the field across the 15 to the 20 onto the 22 yard line that's Bisbee on the yep. return. That's where uh, Seward will start. Again, if it wouldn't be for a couple of fumbles in Hastings High territory, the, we might be looking at a little different result here. Well, that's uh, you'd said that in the pregame show when you talked to Charlie. He said, really, this is a pretty sound football team, except for the mistakes. They find a way to shoot themselves in their foot via either interceptions or fumbles. They've had four fumbles tonight. They've put on the turf. Three of them had gone to the guys in the orange jerseys. And uh, Seward will come out here. First possession of the second half at the 22-yard line. So they're going to send wide receivers left and right. This is Gavin Sukup. He has went all the way at quarterback tonight for the Blue Jays. The line of scrimmage is the 23. Hastings showing a blitz. Sukup will run right into where the pressure was going to come. And he moves it across the 25 onto the 26-yard line before he's brought down there. A short pickup on the play. Tackle is made in there by Hastings High on defense, and now the Tigers might be shuttling some new guys in there. Landon Jacobus made the last stop, but he had a lot of help there. Okay, the Tigers lost uh, Max Johnson in the uh, first half of play when he was playing on defense. Also, the Tigers suffered an injury to uh, Justin Musgrave. There's a pass to the near side. That's going to be over the head of the intended receiver, Boone Duncan. That's now third down. So well, you, third down and six yards to go. You mentioned the uh, the injuries. There they are, sitting right on the trainer's table. Knock Reimer said, sit here. It's easier for me to come over and, and tend to both of you, you fellas. So Musgrave and, and Johnson, again, uh, both right there on the trainer's table. And again, uh, Bo Dreer is, uh, I believe he's been back in on a couple of plays. He went out with a apparent shoulder injury, but seems to have overcome that. So Seward looks at a third down and six ball at the 26th. Nine minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers on top, 21-0. Sukup has got the ball. Here comes the pressure. He unloads downfield. That's way overthrown. Again, Boone Duncan, the intended receiver, but that one was uh, grossly overthrown by Sukup. So now the uh, Blue Jays will go three plays and out. I just noticed Dreer, he's down here on the sidelines for Hastings. Normally he would be back maybe uh, returning a punt or two, but he's going to stand on the sideline. Hastings is going to get the ball back with eight minutes and 54 seconds to play. Well, for the first time, we're going to get to see uh, Austin Nauert. He's a, a staple back there returning punts, and he's going to have company back there. Jet Samuelson will hop in place of Bo Dreer. This is the first punt for Seward here tonight. They've uh, gone out on fumble, fumble, downs, fumble, and downs, and the first punt of the night for Seward, a good rush by Hastings and a nice high punt. Samuelson looks up there, and Samuelson is going to make the catch. Bobbles to fall, nearly lost it, but he hangs on to it. Down there uh, quickly is uh, Cameron Schrod for the uh, Seward Blue Jays to make sure Mr. Samuelson caught the ball. Schrod was right in his face. Charlie Shoemaker holds his breath and doesn't lose any more hair on that one as he uh, sends the the uh, second-team return man in there. So the Tigers scored 
Six plays, 61 yards on their opening drive. Everything on the ground there. By the way, Sinek with 107 yards. He only had 14 yards through quarter number one. Ends the half with 107. He's yet to throw a pass here in the second half. And the Tigers got it right at their own 41-yard line again. Hastings right to left here in the third quarter of play. Here's a handoff. That's going to be stopped behind the line of scrimmage. A loss on the play of a yard or two as they try to take it around the left end. Good job by the Seward defense that time. Zade Widener on the carry, but submarine by the front four of Seward. They get in there, bring him down just inside the 40-yard line, so a loss of a little over a yard. Clock moving at the 8:21 mark. Tigers on top, 21 to nothing, and they'll look at a second down and 11. Oh, everybody's just out here kind of enjoying the weather. They're not yeah. making a whole lot of noise here tonight. <laughs> no, pretty quiet. Here comes a Shoemaker in motion on second down and 11. Senek hands the ball away to Widener again. Widener, an inside handoff across the 40, out to the 43-yard line. So now he seems to be looking at a third down situation, third down and about eight yards to go. Going to be under eight minutes to go, and we snap her the next time here for the Tigers. Well, I'm... Hastings College football tomorrow here on 1230 KHIS. Doan University in town to take on Hastings, a matchup of a couple of one-and-one teams on the air with a pregame show tomorrow at noon with a kickoff at 1 o'clock here at this field. So I hope you pack your jammies again tonight. Here's a Senek with the ball. He's under pressure. He rolls to his right, now unloads the ball. It's going to be delivered low, but it's going to be grabbed here at the 38-yard line. Great catch by Garrett Jones. Had to go down to the turf. And pick that uh, cynic pass up. That was a nice gain all the way down to what about the 38 yard line. So the Tigers in business. That's first down, number 10 on the night. And they look forward to putting more points on the board here. Cynic trying to direct traffic up there with his big offensive line. That's a Cruiser Park Pharmacy first down. The Tigers on the move. They've already scored one touchdown here in the third quarter. Senek with the ball now. He throws it to the near side. He's caught by a little shoe down the sideline 30, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 28-yard line. This is more than what we have seen in the first four ball games from Hastings High. After getting off to a uh, slow start here, Hastings High picks up nine yards in that play, second down and a yard. Ball is resting between the 29 and the 30. 21-0. Hastings has got the lead over the 2-2 two two Seward Blue Jays here tonight. Little shoe with six receptions, 46 yards. He's yet to break one loose. Picks up nine there, second down and short, just across the 30-yard line. There's a fake now to Widener. Senek has got the ball again, 25-20. There he goes again, 15-10-5 touchdown. Touchdown number four for a Senek here tonight. And the Tigers go out on top now. Grr, 27-0. That was, that was classic. You talked about jammies. I did bring uh, my dude shoes in my bag. They're going to be comfortable tonight when we go downstairs to get pizza. 29-yard touchdown run by Jared Sinek. He's got a 25-yarder on the last drive. So back-to-back drives, the Tigers take it in, looking more like Charlie's offense from games in the past here. Now they've extended their lead 27 to nothing, and Minky into the game for the PAT. You know what the best thing about a touchdown? We get to hear that song again coming up. Oh, now yeah. they're, they're going to have problems on this snap. It's going to be picked up here. They're going to throw it into the end or just short of the goal line. They're going to reach out and try to get it into the end zone, and they, what turned out to be a two-point conversion is no good. So the PAT is no good. Second one tonight that they have missed. 
So Tigers having some problems on the special teams here tonight. A missed field goal, and that was a muff snap that they trying to get it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. Uh, 6.52 to play here in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 27, Seward nothing. You're listening to Tiger Football. Hi, it's Maggie and Jameson with Vaughn's Printing Company, and my family has been printing for the Hastings area since 1927. We are excited to continue serving our hometown for years to come. Vaughn's can handle any of your personal or professional printing needs. Like business cards, brochures, posters, programs, and much more. Contact us to start your order today or visit us at Vaughn'sPrinters.com. From us at Vaughn's to you, thank you for supporting our family printing company. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. The Tigers have now opened up a 27 to nothing lead. Hastings has scored twice here in the third quarter. Six plays, 61 yards, and now five plays, 61 yards. There's a kickoff by Hastings High. Seward is going to return it. They've got a wall set up here on the near side, but the Tigers break that down, and the ball carrier is brought down here at the 20-yard line. Great job by the special teams that time from Hastings High. And Seward will come back out offensively. They haven't got much done here in the second half. No, just uh, two pass plays in that uh, first drive and completions. One carry by Sukup. That was only good for four yards. Mike, let me give you some numbers here. Nine carries in the second half. Third quarter for Hastings High, 92 yards. Two touchdowns by Sinek. He's only thrown the ball twice in this third quarter for just 20 Six yards. He's been able to do it all on his legs here in the second half. There's a souk up. He's going to hand the ball away to a Bisbee. He tries to get outside. He's going to be brought down on the edge. Brought down on the edge there. That's a Noward over there to come up to make the stop on Bisbee. That's right at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Good job there by Noward. Second down and 10 yards to go. I don't know what's going to happen tonight with us staying here, but uh, the Tiger drives have started at their own 39, their own 39. They both have 61-yard drives to score. Seward has started on their own 22 and a punt, and their own 22. Maybe it's just uh, ironic that happened. Here's a uh, pass that's going to be caught there by a tight end, Nathan Panson, and he dropped it. He had it in his hands, and he went to turn upfield, and he dropped it out of his hands. Well, he took a big shot from Nauert. Nauert's kind of gasping for air down here at around the 40-yard line. But, uh, yeah, you don't see that a whole lot when drives start out identical for both teams to start a second half out. And right now, Seward is just trying to find some sort of life. They were able to put some yards up against this Tiger defense in the first quarter. But since then, they've slammed the door shut in the Blue Jays' face. Third down and 10 yards to go. Trying to think of a something that can relate to a Blue Jay. A bird. Third down and uh, 10 yards to go. Here's a uh, running play. That's going to be a sweep to Boone Duncan, and that's going to be stopped here by Hastings High. One yard gain, maybe two. Second, uh, fourth down and eight yards to go. I've got, uh, what, i got cobwebs hanging from my oh, window yeah, or yeah, what? We've got all kinds of stuff. I tell you what, right now the Tiger defense is just rearing back on their haunches, and they're blowing blue feathers out of their mouths as they're going to get the football back. That's going to be Nauert. And I believe Mr. Samuelson, yes, it is. They will stand inside their own territory down about the 42-yard line. Back-to-back punts here forced by the Tiger D. After just uh, three plays on on each series, 
There's a good high kick. Samuelson over toward the sideline. He fumbles the ball, but he fumbles it out of bounds. That's back-to-back fumbles, I believe, on the... Uh, I, was, I believe he fumbled the one and was able to get back on top of it. But uh, luckily enough, on the far sidelines, and they'll spot her down at the 38-yard line. All right. So now they've started the so 39, 39, and 38. 38. That's correct. All right. Yeah, I was waiting for him to put it at the 39 again. Threes are wild. We'll call down to Mr. Official and tell him to <laughs> no, we'll, give him a yard. Yeah, yeah well, let, so, me, let me dial up Tim Higgins here, and we'll see what he can do. Tiger offense back on the field. They lead at 27 to nothing, firmly in control of this football game, but it was sketchy in the first quarter. Shoemaker comes in motion. They hand the ball away. That's going to be Trevor Sullivan. Sullivan picks up about a yard on the play there. Big old number 74, Jackson Warren, is in on the stop again for the uh, Seward defense. So pick up one, second down and nine. The ball is sitting at the 39-yard line of Hastings. Remember, Hastings didn't get on the board until the 232 mark of the second quarter. They piled up a bunch of points here in a short amount of time. We're now in the third with four minutes and 46 seconds to play here in this third quarter. Seneca's got the ball. Quick throw out here. Bo Dreer, or rather a blank blow. Yeah, Bo Dreer's got the ball across the 40, 45, 50, 45 down to the 40-yard line. to get those Dreers mixed up. So uh, Bo Dreer grabs the ball there. It was Blaine Dreer we've had the last uh, couple of years for the Tigers. Now it's a Bo Dreer who makes the catch. Picks up the Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. And they move the ball down to the 41-yard line of Seward with 4.23 to play. First down, number 11 for the Tigers. A 20-yard game by Dreer. I'll be seeing Blaine Dreer tomorrow for our uh, little kid's hunt. He's going to come out and uh, help us out for that. So, yeah, Dad pops on the sidelines. Corey Dreer, he was an outstanding athlete for the Tigers back in the day. There's a fake. Now they throw the ball. It's going to be caught there by Nowert right in the center of the field at the 30-25 down to the 24-yard line before... He's going to be ridden down with uh, four or five J's hopping on his back. Just a little quick throw there. Sinek across the middle to uh, Nowert, who hauls the ball in. That's going to be another for another Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. They're going to spot the football to 24. The Tigers have already scored twice here in the third quarter. Yeah, and Sinek really flexing his muscles now, 183 yards. He started the first quarter with just 14. Well, now he's got 183. That was an 18-yard pass and catch. First catch for Nowert here tonight. Ball all the way down to the 23-yard line. Clock moving, but so is the Tiger offense. Empty backfield. Here's that sweep again to uh, Little Shoe. And Little Shoe fumbles the ball as he was coming around the left end. And Seward gets on top of it here in the third quarter. Little Shoe was basically in the open, and somebody just got a hand out there and, and punched it out of his hands, and Seward falls on top of it. Picked his wallet. Boy, a couple of interceptions by Sinek in the uh, first quarter. And uh, that is the first fumble for the Tiger offense. Yeah, Little Shoe had a, a head of steam build up. Looked like maybe he was going to sli- slice right through the would-be tacklers at about the 18-yard line. He's looked, not ha- he's not happy with himself. It looked like he was going to score. Yeah, I know. And then all of a sudden they reached up and poked the ball out. That'll be talked about at the breakfast table. As long as they win, they probably to be a short discussion. There's a, a pass that's going to be caught over there by Bryce Piskorski. Piskorski, the Z wide receiver, making the reception there. So they move the ball from the 19 out here to the 24 yard line. We'll give them five yards in a play, second down and five to go here for Seward. Jay's 
flying from our left to our right here in the third quarter of play as we approach three minutes to play in quarter number three. There's a pass across the middle again, basically the same play. That's a tight end grabbing the ball there, and Nathan Pence grabs the ball. That's going to be enough for a first down. So two pass plays and about 10 or 11 yards. They'll spot the football at the 30 here for Seward. Now the Jays going without a huddle. They're quickly up to the line of scrimmage, trailing in the ball game by a score of 27 to nothing. Suk up with a ball. A little uh, zone read action there as they bring the ball across the 30 to the 31. A pickup of only one yard in a play, second down and nine. Basically, the interior of the Tiger defense making the stop there. So second down and nine, the ball is at the 31 of Seward. Wide receivers left and right. They've got three wide receivers out to the right side of the formation this time. Gavin Sukup, the uh, junior quarterback, has got the ball. He backs up. He throws it near his side. It's going to be caught there by Pence, and he's brought down. Whitener over here on the uh, stop for Hastings High on defense just as uh, Pence grabs the ball. That's a pickup of only four yards on the play. Now we'll call it third down and six yards to go. We look at the Seward offense in the uh, second half of action, just nine yards through the air, five on the ground, so 14 total and just one first down against this Tiger defense. They only had 17 yards in the uh, in the second quarter. It was that first quarter they put up a lot of numbers, uh, 92 against this Tiger D, but since then they really put the screws to this Blue Jay offense. There's another pass to the far side. It's going to be grabbed there by Boone Duncan, and he is drilled on the play. Boone Duncan is drilled on a play by Dreer, who goes over there and gives him a shot. That was a pickup of only two yards in a play. His shoulder feels fine. Uh, he was uh, he was hampered a little bit in the in the first half. I think he feels fine now. I was going to say he read that perfectly. He watched the eyes of the quarterback and was able to get over there on the uh, the tight end and put a big old shot on him. So now fourth down in your own territory at the 37 yard line. Are they going to try to draw the Tigers off? Now now they're going to drop back. I think it was- they're going to kick the ball. Sukup is going to kick the ball down along the ground. Boy. That's going to roll dead down here at the 33-yard line. He is not the uh, regular punter for Seward. He's the quarterback. He initially lined up like they were going to go for it on fourth down and five, and he drops back into punt formation, gets off a, a low kick. And it goes out of bounds here at the Hastings High 33-yard line, so the Tigers will have the ball back. They have scored twice already here in this quarter after grabbing a 14 to nothing lead at halftime. Now it really frothing his chops down there. He wanted to pick that football up and take it for a run. But uh, Seward had a defender down there. Goes out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Three consecutive drives for Seward all result in punts. The Tigers have gone touchdown, touchdown, and a little shoe fumble. They'll start it here at the one-minute mark of the third quarter. From the 33. All right, Shoemaker goes in motion. A handoff up the gut there to Widener. Widener brings it across the 35 to the 36, and a penalty flag is down. The penalty flag is down right into the center of the field there. It's going to be a hold, I think, on Hastings High. Penalty will go against the Tigers, so we're down to 55 seconds to go. Last check, it was Sutton leading Hastings St. Cecilia 21-3 down at Duncan Field. Last check out at the Patriot Field, Adams Central, leading Wood River Shelton to score 45 to nothing. Hastings High is leading here 27 to nothing over the Seward Blue Jays. Adams Central 
beating up on the new consolidated school there. Well, that's uh, Jeff Ashby and the boys. That's Jeff Ashby over there, yeah. Wood River and Shelton combining this year. Here's a cynic, sprints out right side. He's going to crank one up down the right side. It's going to be juggled and then uh, dropped out there. So he's throwing up there, and it's going to be an incomplete pass. Braden Cavillage again, the intended receiver. He kind of threw it up there in the, the second quarter. He got a touchdown on the deal. That one was a, a long pass down the right side. Cavillage couldn't pull it in. Incomplete pass, and now it's second down and 19 yards to go after the holding penalty on Hastings' eye. Ball is pushed back here to the 24-yard line. We'll have all the scores coming up later on tonight on our Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Rivals Sports Bar and Grill Scoreboard Show. So stick around following our post-game stuff here from the stadium. There's a cynic again, quarterback keeper across the 30 to about the 33-yard line. Hunter Nabachak into the stop there for the Seward defense. So he gets basically the penalty yardage back, and now he sings high. Looking at third down and 11 yards to go. 20 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings High with a lead over Seward. 27 to nothing in this ball game. Sinek up to the line of scrimmage. Backs up. No pressure. Sinek now being flushed a little bit. Throws the ball. Down here is Shoemaker. Holds it in at the 20. 15-10-5. Touchdown. 68 yards. And you could see that coming all the way. I don't see any penalty flags. But they lined Shoe up on the uh, near side of the field around the numbers and just sent him on a fly pattern right down in front of Pops and all the Tiger teammates. And Sinek just rolls to the left side, throws it as far as he can. And you could see the uh, they shifted into overdrive at about the 40-yard line, just simply outrun his defender. 68-yard pass and catch, and the Tigers extend their lead. And that uh, came on the... Last official play of the uh, third quarter. The clock is at zero, but they're going to kick the extra point here. Now Hastings High, after they missed the extra point the last time, they're going to go for a, a two-point conversion here. They'll have Sinek in the backfield with three running backs. Sinek has got the ball. He's going to fire it into the end zone, and that ball is going to be caught for the two-point conversion. At the back of the end zone, Braden Cavillage will haul it in, so the two-point conversion... It is good. Three quarters in the books. We head to the fourth and final quarter. Hastings High has got the lead. Hastings High 35, Seward nothing. You're listening to Tiger Football. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance. Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. 12.30 KHAS. Never get tired of uh, hearing that song. Oh, you had the students right down in front of us jumping and yelling right with the uh, 
superintendent of schools is stern back of the students. That, that's great. Jeff Snyder. Down I don't know there. Why, why Jeff Snyder's grouchy. I've seen him. I've seen him dance before. Oh, I've seen him jumping around. Oh, yeah. He yeah. jumps around. He just not in front of his students. All right. Here's the kickoff. We are into the fourth quarter now. He sings with a lead 35 to nothing. Here's the run back 15, 19 yard line, and down he goes. Returning the ball there is going to be Hackbart. Micah Hackbart, a 5'11", 145-pound sophomore. Returning that kick there for Seward. So Hastings had the ball three times in the third quarter. They score three times, and they've opened up now a 35 to nothing lead here in the fourth quarter, and that's going to present the running clock for the rest of the way. Tigers with 33 yards of total offense in the first quarter. They now have unofficially 418. <laughs> I'll get you a breakdown here in a little bit. But, yeah, the Tigers, have, uh, they woke up a sleeping Tiger, the Jays, and uh, they are paying for it now. What's, what's Seward doing there in the third quarter? They did absolutely nothing as they punted three times and they turned the ball over on downs uh, one time. They had uh, 11 yards through the air and five on the ground. So 16 total yards for uh, Seward. In the uh, third quarter. The Tigers score from 61, 61, and 67 yards out and uh, firmly in grasp of this uh, this football game. There's a running play. Trevor Ruth is going to get a, a, a rare carry there. And Ruth gets a couple of yards around the left end. So he moves it for about uh, four yards. We'll call it third down and about six yards to go. Ball resting at the 24-yard line of Seward. Quarterly stats brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Through three quarters for the Blue Jays, 64 through the air, 102 on the ground, 166 for the Tigers, 254 through the air, 164 on the ground, 418 total. There's a quick pass there to Boone Duncan. He had it in his hands, and he lost it. Bounced out of there. Probably was here in the footsteps of Gareth Jones right behind him defensively for Hastings High. So again, the Jays go three plays and out here in the fourth quarter. Clock continues to run. We're down to 10 minutes to go in the game now. A running clock with Hastings High out on top by a score of 35 to nothing. Remember, we were well into the second quarter before Hastings scored. This was a 0-0 ball game. With three minutes to play in the first half, and now it's 35-0. The Tigers have the lead. Here's a good high kick. Now it backs up, signals for the fair catch, goes to his knees to grab it at the 32-yard line. And he sings high, we'll get the ball back here. We'll see if we'll uh, continue to see Jared Sinek out there at quarterback. Back up for he sings high is Daniel Espino, a sophomore quarterback that Looked good last year as a uh, freshman down in the uh, lower ranks. He moved up here, and he's seen limited action. We'll see if Charlie puts him in here with nine minutes to go in this football game. I believe so. I don't see Cynic. We'll get you some final numbers. Cynic, by the way, has rushed for over 100 yards in this game. I'll start breaking down some of the starters' numbers as we've got a handful of second- and third-teamers in here with Hastings out to a 35 to nothing lead. Espino is out there. Daniel Espino, he's going to hand the ball away. We're going to, like Jimmy said, we're going to see some new folks into the ball game. Espino, a five foot ten, one hundred and seventy five pound sophomore. This is uh, Cooper Hunsley running the ball there for Hastings High. 
Hunsley is a junior running back, five foot, 870 pounds, had four carries and one yard coming into the football game. He matches that here and then some, picks up five on his first carry here in this ball game. Second down and five yards to go. Espino handles the low snap. Now he's under pressure and he's going to be sacked or he gets rid of the ball. I'm going to say he got rid of it in time as he throws it to the near sideline. So it's going to be an incomplete pass. They had him stop back there. Espino just does the right thing and throws the ball away. Well, he fortunately did get hit with a illegal grounding call there. But the officials say no. He was at least had somebody in the area. Third down, five yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 37-yard line, leading 35 to nothing. Here in this ball game, Espino has got wide receivers left and right. They keep the ball on the ground, inside handoff, and they pick up a yard, maybe two. They'll be stopped short of the first down. He seems to be looking at a fourth down situation here. And the Tigers will have to punt. That was Cooper Hunsley carrying the ball there for Hastings High. Give you Jared Sinek's numbers unofficially. 16 of 25 passing, 254, two touchdowns, two picks. Also had 10 carries, 105 yards, and three touchdowns. Those coming from 1, 25, and 29. And the Tiger Cubs will kick this away at the seven-minute mark. Two men back deep for Seward. Here comes the kick. Good one for Hastings High. Sukup is going to let it bounce at the 20. Then he grabs the ball, and he downs it here at the 14-yard line. So that's where Seward will start from their own 14, 6.50 to play. Hastings High is going to go to 5-0 after this one here tonight. Tigers will be on the road next week. They'll play at York. Hastings, after a sluggish start, that might be kind, Jimmy, the, the start they got up to here tonight, but it took him a while to get going, but right now, Hastings High, they scored three times, had the ball three times in the third quarter, and they're rolling along now. They've got a 35 to nothing lead over Seward as the Jays keep the ball on the ground here in the center of the field. They find a little bit of success running the football there. Likewise, they've got some new guys into the ball game as well. That's Nolan Hill, a, a sophomore running back, carrying the ball there for the Blue Jays. Nice game. Pick up about eight yards. Hill's going to get the call again. That time he bobbles the ball, and he got to go down and cover it up. So after picking up eight yards in a previous play, he loses a couple of yards there. Now Seward will be looking at third down. The Jays just too many mistakes in this ball game tonight. Seward had three fumbles in the first half, two of them deep in Hastings' high territory. In fact, they were down at the two-yard line once and fumbled the ball. Then in the next series, they fumbled the ball at the Hastings I-17. Tigers recovered each time, and that was about uh, all she wrote for Seward as far as putting together any kind of a meaningful drive. The Blue Jays have not snuffed Hastings I territory since then. Now we're going to have a penalty on Hastings I. Somebody jumped offside, so that's going to give Seward a Crozier Park Pharmacy first down. Out here at the 27-yard line with 5.45 to go. Here in the fourth quarter, Hill's going to get the call again. Hill stumbles his way across the 30, out to the 34-yard line. 
Give him a pickup there of about seven yards on the play. Second down and about uh, three yards to go. Tackle made in there by Hastings High. That's uh, Juan Trevino making the stop there for Hastings High. Trevino, six foot nine, 215 pound senior for the Tigers. There's a hill again carrying the ball. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. No game. Boy, they're shuttling guys in right and left now. Tell you what, you're in an orange jersey. Run down there. You could. You don't have your dude shoes on, though, tonight, do you? We're home. That's right. I only wear the dude shoes on uh, road trips. <laughs> now they're going to hand the ball away again. That's a, another new guy in there for Seward as they run the ball straight ahead, carrying the ball that time for the Blue Jays. Was number 30, and he's not on the roster. That's great. We're deep now to the uh, the Seward Blue Jay <laughs> roster. Yep, everybody in the white jersey, they're getting on the field. They're shuttling. Here comes three, four more. Look at, look at this. Four more guys coming in. They'll be in a punting situation here. Clock moving at the 422 mark. Isaac Spatansky was the last guy who carried the ball for uh, Seward in case mom and dad are listening at home. Going to have... Uh, Aaron Noonman dropping back deep for Hastings High, and now we've got the officials timeout. stopping play. Going to be timeout, Blue Jays. All right, so the Blue Jays want to talk things over. This timeout is brought to you by Hess Auto Body. They're at 208 West South Street in Hastings. They'll get your vehicle looking good with every little timeout. We'll take a break. 4.05 to play fourth quarter. Hastings 35, Seward nothing. This is Tom at Bird's Pharmacy. September and October kick off the official vaccination season for flu vaccine. Flu vaccine as well as shingles, pneumonia, tetanus, and diphtheria vaccines are all available. We can go to work sites. You can come into the store. Our downtown store has a vaccination day on Thursdays. Our 14th Street store is every day of the week. Give us a call at Burt's on 14th Street, 462-4466. Burt's downtown, 700 West 2nd, 462 462- Four three four three. Across the 30 on the roll down to the 25-yard line, and that's where Hastings High will start. Tigers are out on top by a score of 35 to nothing here in this one. The Adams Central game has gone final out at the Patriots field. Adams Central tonight rolling to a 66 to nothing win over Wood River Shelton. Oh my. So the Patriots are now 5-0 and on the season. 66 points, that's a lot of points. They don't score that many in basketball. Yeah, probably not. Don't tell uh, the basketball folks that. <laughs> no, not at all. First down, 10 yards to go here for Hastings High. They've got the ball at their own 25-yard line. Man comes in motion. They're going to give the ball away to him, and he's going to be stacked up in the backfield. That's going to be Cole Hepner carrying the ball. Pops will be happy with that one. Cole Hepner, a 5-foot, 10-inch, 150-pound junior carrying the mail there, but he loses about six yards on the play. Gave him that little reverse. They hand the ball away to him, and he is uh, dropped in the backfield. Daniel Espino is out there at quarterback now for Hastings High. Second down, 15 yards to go. Ball is back here at the 20-yard line of the Tigers. There's the snap. Espino's going to wind up, throws it to the near side. Gavin White grabs the ball there for Hastings High on the sideline. That's a pickup of um, about six, seven yards in a play. But still, Hastings High looking at a 
third down and long situation. Third and long. 11, third and 11, they'll call it. We're under two and a half minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. It's been a long, long football game. Not a whole lot of action here tonight. 14 to nothing at halftime, but again, both of those uh, touchdowns occurred in the second quarter. Hastings has done all their damage in two quarters. They scored twice in the second quarter. They scored three times in the third. Had the running clock here in the fourth quarter, and we're down to 2.08 to play. Hastings High now looking at fourth down and 11 yards to go. High school football tonight on 12.30, KHIS Hastings. Also online at flatriverpreps.com and at hastingslink.com. Hastings going to go to 5-0 and on the season. After getting off to a slow start, the Tigers rolling along now. 35 to nothing is the score. There's the kick. It's going to be fumbled back here. Picked up by uh, Seward back at the 22-yard line, trying to get away across the 25 to the 27. That was uh, Bisbee bringing the ball back there after fumbling it away. Seward will come out now with 90 seconds to play here in this football game. Down at Duncan Field at last check in the fourth quarter. Sutton has got a lead over Hastings Saints. As you, the score is 24-3. to 24-3, Sutton with the lead over St. Cecilia. Adam Central winning 66-0 over Wood River Shelton. Did you uh, look up the scoreboard? Just a skosh there in C2? Uh, Superior continues to lead Sandy Creek at halftime 12-7. be a big night. It'll be sauerkraut pizza everywhere down there in Superior. We've, we've got to get our way back down in Superior. I know, I know. For that sauerkraut pizza. It's delicious. Superior known for their sauerkraut pizza. We've got to work our way down there for a game. What was that? That was it. It used to be Bullwinkles. No, no it, it used to be used to be Jugheads. Yeah, Jugheads. They had a they had legal action taken, so they had to change it, and it went to Dave's place. Dave still own it? No, Dave doesn't own it no more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still called Dave's place. Yeah. All right, we'll get down there. We'll get down there for the sauerkraut pizza in Superior. Running play, knocked out of bounds here at the 34-yard line. That might be the last play of this football game. The clock is running. Seward quickly up to the line of scrimmage. They have no ambition to run another play, and that's going to be the ball game. Hastings High is going to win it here tonight. Tigers doing all their scoring in the second and third quarters. They go for three for three. In the uh, third quarter, to open up a 35 to nothing lead. They had the running clock in the fourth quarter. Zilcho in the fourth and final quarter. Hastings going to go to five wins, no losses on the season. They beat Seward tonight by a score of 35 to nothing. Back with a recap after this. The staff of Hastings Physical Therapy is committed to helping patients meet their goals while providing them with the latest treatments available. Our patients enjoy the benefits of a state-of-the-art therapy facility, which includes a heated multi-level therapy pool and private locker rooms. Having eight private treatment rooms in addition to spacious gyms, we are uniquely qualified to provide safe therapy treatment in order to serve our community. You have the choice of therapy provider. Choose Hastings Physical Therapy, located at 2307 Osborne Drive West. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies whatever mother nature brings it's no match for what you'll have thanks to nutrient ag solutions offering agronomic power local expertise and access to solutions to help you weather the storm conquer today and lead the field 
Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Twelve thirty, KHAS. High Hastings High wins it thirty-five to nothing here tonight. Slow start for Hastings. First quarter, they suffered two interceptions in the first quarter. Seward had a fumble in the first. Seward coughing up the ball two more times in the second quarter. Both on the scoring opportunities. Seward fumbled the ball at the Hastings two, and they fumbled it at the seventeen. After that second fumble, Hastings. Then grabs the ball and goes 12 plays and 83 yards. Jared Sinek throws a touchdown to Braden Cavillage, 39 yards. Point after touchdown was no good, so it took the Tigers until the 2.32 mark of the second quarter to get on the board. 6-0, Hastings had the lead. Tiger defense then holds on downs. They get the ball at the Seward 45-yard line. Eight plays later, Jared Sinek was in the end zone on a 14-yard run. The two-point conversion was good, 14 to nothing. Hastings had the halftime lead. Hastings scored in their first and second possessions of the third quarter. In fact, they had the ball three times in the third and scored all three times. Six plays, 61 yards all on the ground. Jared Sinek goes in from 25 yards out. Following the PAT, 21 to nothing. Hastings had the lead. Tigers on their second possession, five plays, 61 yards. Sinek this time... Goes in from 29 yards out. The two part the uh, point after touchdown was no good. 27 to nothing. Hastings had the lead. Then the Tigers hit the ball back and they go six plays and 67 yards. Jared Senek throws a touchdown pass to Carson Shoemaker. Two point conversion was good, and the Tigers go out on top, 35 to nothing. No scoring in the fourth quarter as we had the running clock, and the Tigers go to five and zero. On the season, shaky start, but they kick her in the gear, and the Tigers go on to the victory here tonight. Final game numbers brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care, located at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. For the Blue Jays, they started out real good, 80 yards on the ground and 12 through the air, 92 total in the first quarter. But after that, the Tiger defense really flexed their muscles. They were able to shut Seward down tonight. They're passing. It was... Uh, Gavin Sukup going all the way, 9 of 20 passing, 64 yards for Sukup. They rushed for 130 yards on 36 carries, so 56 offensive plays for Seward in the uh, football game, 194 of total offense, 7 first downs. Their leading rusher in the game was Mason Bisbee with 11 carries and 58 yards. For Hastings High, it was a reversal in the first quarter. The Tigers with just 33 yards in the first quarter, but they put up 391 through the next three and able to get out of here with a big win. Their numbers tonight, the two quarterbacks, 17 or 27 passing, 260 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions for Hastings, 29 carries, 164 on the ground. So 424 of total offense, 14 first downs on 56 offensive plays in this football game. Passing uh, tonight, Jared Sinek, another big night, 16 of 25, 254. He had two touchdowns and two interceptions in the game. He also rushed for 105 on 10 carries and three touchdowns, so he accounted for five touchdowns in this football game. Rushing leaders tonight, Zade Widener, six carries, 16 yards. Trevor Sullivan, seven carries and 20 yards. And the uh, the receiving core tonight, big night by Carson Shoemaker and Braden Cavillage. Cavillage with four catches, 54 yards and a touchdown. Carson Shoemaker, seven catches, 114 
and a touchdown. That touchdown was a biggie, 67 yards out. Austin Nauer with just a catch and 18 yards, and Garrett Jones, two catches and 36 yards. But uh, not the start that the Tigers wanted, but uh, they were able to put things together and put away the Jays and move on to 5-0, and maintain that number one ranking in Class B. They're ready to play the York Dukes next week on the road for Hastings High. 35 to nothing. The Tigers win it here tonight. Stay tuned. Player of the game. The coaches post game show coming up. You're listening to high school football. Play by play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coaches post game show on your Hastings link to local high school sports. 12:30 KHAS. Pat's Auto Repair and Towing in Hastings is still open and ready to serve you with all services and new added services. Pat's Auto is abiding by all CDC guidelines and can still pick up and deliver your vehicle. And if you need your gas tank filled, groceries delivered, or a pharmacy prescription picked up, Pat's will also do that for no added fee when returning your vehicle. For more info on any of these services or to schedule a vehicle service, call Pat's Auto today at 402-463-9607. That's 463 463- 9607. Whatever the Midwest weather brings, you can rely on a York comfort system to keep your home comfortable all year. York systems are smarter, more connected, and more efficient than ever before, cutting your energy costs by as much as 50%. Plus, all York residential products have some of the best warranties in the industry. Your York Midwest dealer is Rutz Heating and Air in Hastings and Kearney. Go to rutsheating.com, proudly serving the entire Tri-City area. Learn how you can move up to a new line of comfort and efficiency for your home. It's time now for the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Hastings High wins it tonight 35 to nothing over Seward. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. Again, after a slow start, some uh, good offensive numbers tonight. Jared Sinek. 254 yards, a couple of touchdowns in the ball game. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? We had uh, Carson Shoemaker with seven receptions, 114 yards, and a touchdown. And uh, defensively, a good defensive effort tonight by Landon Jacobitz. Called his name several times here tonight. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winner right after this. We here at Platte River Radio want to congratulate all of our 2019-2020 Platte River Preps Athletes of the Month presented by BNB Carpet and Donovan. We applaud your hard work and dedication to be the very best and wish you the best of luck in the future. Head to PlatteRiverPreps.com to see all of our winners and re-listen to all your favorite games. PlatteRiverPreps.com Athlete of the Month presented by BNB Carpet in downtown Donovan where you'll see why your friends say that's where we always go. Our player of the game here tonight is going to be quarterback Jared Sinek as he accounts for 359 yards of total offense in this ball game. So he had 359 of the 429 that the Tigers put up here tonight. Sinek 16 out of 25 through the year, 254 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. He also carries the ball 10 times for 105 yards and three touchdowns. Jared Sinek, our player of the game tonight as he sings high, Knocks off Seward by the score of 35 to nothing. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Tiger Football. You've been listening to the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. 
Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. Up next on 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. Meeting their customers' needs with the finest selection of business, casual sportswear, tailored clothing, and accessories in men's and ladies' clothing. With two locations to serve you locally, in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. All right, Hastings High wins it tonight, 35 to nothing over the uh, Seward Blue Jays. As head coach Charlie Shoemaker will join us in the postgame. And coach, uh, not not a very good start, but the end result uh, was in the right column, 35 to nothing. Yeah, you know, I don't know. The first quarter was really rough for us, first quarter and a half probably. And uh, uh, defensively, you know, they had a nice little game plan going. And, and uh, a lot of it was we weren't doing what we were supposed to do, but uh, they executed well, and then we did not. Um, so, but, you know, I told the guys, I said, every team that's really gone a long ways, I mean, they, they have some of these games and you've got to be ready to correct the things that we did wrong and, and get back to work. Talk about the, the first quarter, Jared throwing a couple of interceptions. He had one coming in here. He throws two in the first quarter. Yeah. What was going on there? Well, you, you never really expect that when, when he's playing, but, uh, you know, the first one, it, it was open, it was a little bit high. Uh, that's a ball that Bo usually catches. It went through his hand. The guy, somehow he had it right there and. Um, and he got that pick. But then the second one, you know, they kind of had a little different coverage than what we had seen. And and uh, that guy kind of dropped right into it. And, and we were just kind of a mess there for a little bit. We talked about it here when, when you got up here before we went on the air. A little bit of maybe bus lag, a little disappointment with the kids last week. I mean, uh, unfortunately, you make quite a – put a few miles on getting yeah. out there and then got to turn around and come back. So, kids a little disappointed and uh, maybe trying to get them uh, up for this game. Yeah, you know, I mean, football is such a routine uh, – it's a, such a routine sport. You know, you – you got a JV game on Monday. Um, you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practice. You play on Friday. You heal up Saturday, Sunday, and then you start all over again and do it again the next week. So this was a little bit different, you know. Um, but um, I would say if uh, if you said that the whole season hasn't been different, then I think you'd be crazy. So, I mean, we should be used to that. Uh, that's not an excuse. I mean, we, we just need to make sure that we clean the things up that we did wrong tonight. So you got a couple of touchdowns in the second quarter out of 14 to nothing lead at halftime, and then – Three for three. Had the ball three times, scored three times in the third quarter. Yeah, you know, I was real pleased with our offensive line. They, they really kind of pinned their ears back. We, we lost a couple of our linemen, lost our center um, and then we, uh, with Justin, and then we lost uh, Max in the first, first quarter, really. Uh, so they were scrambling a little bit. Those guys play a lot, but uh, having to play a little bit more, their rotation's a little bit less. Uh, thank goodness we've got pretty good depth in there. Uh, I thought those guys did a great job. Ashton came in. We didn't have any uh, problems with snaps, and he did a really good job on their nose guard. Um, And so they really started to mesh in that third quarter, and you could tell. I mean, we we had some good holes and uh, had some good reads by by Jared on on the the quarterback read game. Yeah, Defensively, you shut down Seward in the third quarter. I think they had 15 yards. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was kind of like I was saying in the first quarter. I mean, it was just just simple things. You know, guys not getting their hands on the tackle or the tight end, and then those guys clean up that linebacker. 
and then they've got a gap to run. I mean, and we knew they had, they got some guys, I mean, they can play well. Um, and, and we saw it on film and, and, you know, they're going to be very competitive throughout the season. They're not an easy out. I mean, we knew that going in, um, sometimes 16, 17, 18 year old don't know that when you're talking to them during the week, but, uh, uh, I think it's a good lesson for our kids, and uh, hopefully we, we benefit from it. One side of things tonight, we've seen uh, uh, Mankey coming in the game was perfect on PATs. Had a little trouble there. That's going to be a big part of this coming yeah. out and make a stretch run here to yeah. get into the playoffs. Going to have, have perfect special teams. For sure, and and he's been perfect. And, uh, again, that was another one. Um, Justin's our long snapper. Uh, Gavin came in and did a great job. Uh, it's just the timing's always a little bit different when you have a different guy in there, and I think that's what happened on the first one. And um, but, you know, I think uh, we get some reps in that. We'll be, we'll be just fine. If you can be off of your game and still get out here with a 35 to nothing win, <laughs> you got you got to be happy. Yeah, you know, and that's what I told him. I mean, uh, you got to learn. I, I said, uh, um, you know, the teams that, uh, that that have a chance to win it, they, they have some of these, and, and you've got to be ready for it, and, and then you got to learn from it and move on. One thing tonight, we, uh, we mentioned this uh, briefly before we went on. Not only did you struggle a little bit in the first half, uh, but uh, got things going. Injury bug uh, kind of jumped up and bit you. Hopefully uh, nothing too serious on yeah. the injury front. Yeah, I mean, we're hoping those two guys uh, will evaluate them tomorrow and see where they're at, and uh, hopefully they can get a brace on those knees and, and, and at least give us something. So uh, we'll see. You know, we got some good people that are going to look at them, and uh, hopefully they're going to be healthy at least, uh, if not next week, maybe in the next couple of weeks. So. What else did you see out there you like tonight? Um, you know, just I, I like the way that uh, we go in at halftime. Um, the kids know they know that uh, that's not what we play like, and and then they come out, and then the, the third quarter was very encouraging for me, and I thought we really finished well, and uh, had a nice mix of run pass and a lot of different things in there, and and we had a lot of different guys catch the ball, make some great catches. Uh, Cavage had a great catch. Gary had a great great catch on the sideline. Uh, guys just making plays, and and when if you want to win in November, I mean, you're going to have to make those kind of plays. Did you have to say much at halftime? What's that? Did you have to say much at halftime? No, no. Actually, uh, first quarter, Coach Itson, defensive coordinator, he, he got after him pretty good, and uh, he was a little frustrated. And uh, But, uh, you know, we got a halftime. I mean, it was it was pretty calm, and, and, and things went well. We just made a few adjustments and things like that. So, We've talked about this uh, in prior games. You're so tough to defend on the outside. You've got so many threats mm-hmm. out there. Austin only with one catch tonight, but then you got Cavage and then Carson come up big. And then uh, Carson, it was fun to watch him. That uh, game film will be fun to watch because he accelerated and blew right by yeah. his defender. That was pretty and a great ball thrown yeah, by, by Jarrett. And we got a lot of guys that can do that, you know, and Jarrett knows that and he knows he can lay that out there and those guys are going to, he can throw them open. And uh, I think that's real important as you, as you get down to the, to the end here. Uh, you've got to have some guys that can do that if you want to have a chance. Okay, 5-0. and oh. Keep the keep the train rolling. We'll see yeah. you next week. All right, thanks. Yep, Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for uh, Hastings Eigen and nice. Tigers, winning by the score of 35 to nothing in the ball game here tonight. Hastings scoring twice in the second quarter, three more times in the third. That's all he needed. Hastings Eigen wins it by the score of 35 to nothing. Hastings rolling up 424 yards of total offense in the ball game, 194 for the Seward Blue Jays. So Hastings will play at York next Friday night. We've got Hastings College football tomorrow. We'll get our jammies on. We'll stay overnight and get ready for the Broncos tomorrow and the Doan University Tigers. 1 o'clock for the kickoff tomorrow, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show here on 1230 KHAS. Don't go away. We've got all the scores coming up on our Ruts Heating and Air Conditioning Rival Sports Bar and Grill Scoreboard Show that is coming up next for Jimmy Purcell, for Stephanie Brew Baker. I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Hastings. 
The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers. Meeting their customers' needs with the finest selection of business, casual sportswear, tailored clothing and accessories in men's and ladies' clothing. With two locations to serve you locally, in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. High School Football on KHAS Radio is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports and PlatteRiverPreps.com.